Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Cliff, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Cliff, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a super free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio studios coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to come hang out on YouTube and Facebook Live on this Friday. Your thoughts on Super Bowl 58? Uh, what else you paying attention to on a busy sports weekend? Something for everybody. Got uh, Pirate Baseball having their last scrimmages before the real deal coming up next Friday. ECU softball already in action. And we've got two games to recap as we come on the air today. Actually, three counting yesterday. Three games already in the books for East Carolina. We'll tell you how uh, they have started off their softball season. Of course, the Super Bowl, college hoops wall-to-wall uh, this weekend. So a lot going on, and uh, we'll talk about it all on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live and uh, look forward to your comments as well. You can join us on Facebook Live. Give us a like there, and of course, subscribe and like on YouTube as well. All right, um shirley rhodes is here on a friday chan is here on a friday we're all dressed in our our best black yes and our best pirate radio black too we all have pirate radio gear on chan uh have not seen you in that seat in a while i know it feels weird uh no interns today no the ogs uh are back where are the turns uh let's see oh alex harper something about a motorcycle class shirley and then as Zach was leaving yesterday, I said, will you be here tomorrow? He goes, no, I'm going to Penn State. I said, you're going to Penn State? He said, yeah. He's transferring? He's in the portal? No, that's what Mark thought, too. Um, I said, Penn State? He said, yeah, I have a track meet. I said, a track meet? Are you on the track team? He said, no, I'm on the club track team. Oh, okay. So they're going up there. He said they go up there once a year to Penn State for a meet. Learn so something new every day. I didn't know he was on the club track team here at East Carolina. I know he is quite the athlete. Saw that uh, when we had our basketball game quite the, rebounder. the other day. Which, by the way, uh, the video has been edited by the Big Dog. Great job, by the way. The commentary has been put together by Chan and I. And um, I forgot to email Glenn. We'll do that, and this weekend, the full basketball game, one-on-one, Pirate Radio Challenge, myself versus Chandler, will be available to watch in all its glory. I would love to hear, like, Jim Nance try to commentate that basketball game. Yeah. Gus Johnson. (laughs) Clip Brock! You know what? It would have been perfect. I've said this. 
if Jeff Charles was still with us, <laughs> that w- would have been right up his alley because he would have roasted us for 10 minutes. We definitely would have had Jeff do it. Yep. It would have been awesome. And here's the three. Air ball. Man. Man. Ugh. Not sure what's going on. Sabarino, however, going to the line. We needed that guy to call it. Just a few seconds ago was in this exact position. Not sure what's going on. Come on, make this, man. I need you to make this shot. One and one. Come on, hit it. Hit it. One and one. Knock it down. That one falls. Yes. yes. Off the mark. Ah! Ah! The inbound player. They do kind of late. Foul. 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 That's why you foul in that situation. Oh, you are kidding me. We're in overtime. <laughs> that actually would have been the best play-by-play guy because he wouldn't have said anything the whole game and just oh, had our and he said, oh. <laughs> brick after brick after brick. I love that's all he said was, oh. oh. And then <laughs> We're in overtime. You know, if intern Zach is sitting on the sidelines and all of a sudden the shot goes up and then all of a sudden... <laughs> He was in a dangerous spot recording underneath the, the rim. A lot Great of angles, though. A lot of air balls going his way. Thank you to Jenny and Glenn and uh, Zach for their help. Thanks to Steve Hill for making it possible, opening up the Temple Free Will Baptist uh, Church gym for us. And by the way, Upward Basketball has three games left this season. If anyone is interested in refing, uh, you can contact Myra at 252 320 1378 you want to do some community service how about refing a basketball game uh you can do that signups will begin uh once again in september so we got a ways before uh you can get back involved but upward basketball out at the uh cheerleading as well temple free will baptist church thanks to steve and uh gonna work with steve to see if we can get a three-point contest going at some point soon because uh us three chandler have you officially entered yeah i'm in okay you're in i'm i'm in mark alexander wants in um ken watlington wants in okay so we're gonna have a pretty stacked field for that three-point contest well the interns i think want in as well zach and uh maybe a heart so there you go let's check in with the friday chat gang Steve says HFMFs, HF to you. HF. Jerry says good afternoon, Pirate Radio Live fam. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jerry. Um, Steve says Chon's head is so big, his shampoo bottle says lather, rinse, time to buy more. And not your best. That was pretty good. All right. Chad says chat gang, we here. Tyler, I'll read your comment in just a moment chad said the wrestlemania press conference last night was wild they are really trying to blur the lines between fake and reality i thought i saw a big dog tweet about it last night a lot of swearing from the rock a slap the rock slapped cody rhodes steve says all black today are we mourning chon's basketball shot I think to mourn something, it had to be alive to start with, and I don't know if it ever was. I did have one good shot. One. Um, Chad, Chad got his local politics t-shirt. Nice. Hope you rock that with pride this There's weekend. There's local politics, bud. Uh, Steve says he was, uh, I believe he was extended an invite as an honorary Pirate Radio Live member. I guess if Steve's going to give us the gym, uh, we should let him participate as well. I guess we'll let him put up a few shots. 
All right, Steve, you're in. Mike Ward says if fans can enter, he wants to get in. Okay, I think we're going to have to close it off at some point. But, look, I would like to do more and more of these fun events. Maybe a um, Pirate Radio Live best Pirate Radio Live fan three-point contest. Who is the best shooter that is a listener out there? Yeah. Fan Fest 2024. Uh, That is a possibility, Mike. We'll, uh, We'll keep an eye on that um all right so let's get an update on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dubuck dubuck pirates uh softball pirates that is shane winkler throw on your winking eyes got off to a good start to the season last night with a crisp 11 to 1 victory over charleston southern that one really uh opened up late for the pirates pure dominance and shirley rhodes is prepared to talk about the lady pirates so that was thursday anything to talk about on thursday before we move on to friday shirley yes um probably and uh we will move into when we talk about everything that happened today uh keep an eye on this player because uh she is a sophomore transfer for virginia tech and boy, howdy, did she make herself known to everybody as a pirate. Emma Jackson is her name. Now, in that first game in um, uh, on Thursday, she went four for five and cranked two home runs Have a in day. that game. She had herself a day. So, um, and also in uh, Joey Fatante, who last year played backup uh, backup catcher. Chandler's she, favorite player. Yes. Fatante. Joey Fatante. She hit a grand slam. Ended up finishing with five RBIs in that game. 11-1 to was that final over Charleston Southern. Normally, I would not suggest hitting a granny. But in this case, I'll allow it. Well, we talked about and And that game, that win yesterday, gave Shane Winkler his 400th win um, as a softball coach. So, uh, congratulations to him. And then, uh, whenever you're ready, I can go into what happened today. Uh, surely, we all put on our, uh, our nightcaps and our pajamas and went to sleep our gowns our gowns <laughs> and uh woke up on a friday and said uh old Ernie banks said it best let's play two saint joe's and the pirates got underway at 10 a.m this morning shirley and that one went the way of the pirates should i announce both scores or do you just want to talk about the saint joe's game well, I'll, I'll announce both scores by telling you, if uh, you can do the math here, how many runs that both teams that they play today scored combined. Uh, I think we have a sound effect for Yes, it. we do. It's called... Zero. 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 Because they shut out both teams and run ruled them. So in the game of softball, if you have eight or more runs after five innings, that's it. That's your run rule. Mercy. So, uh, so St. Joe's, uh, they played St. Joe's this morning. Eight nothing was the final. Emma Jackson once again two for two with an RBI. Joey Fatante added in two RBIs in that game, and then later uh, they played Cleveland State at twelve thirty. They whooped up on Cleveland State. 13 nothing was that final in five innings. Once again, Emma Jackson. That's why I say keep a, keep an eye on this one. Emma Jackson, three for four with three doubles. Good gosh. And former D.H. Conley standout Anna Sawyer 
uh, who I believe is a sophomore now, because I think she was yes. a freshman last year. Okay, so sophomore. Uh, she went two for two with an RBI in that game. So, uh, you know, Shane Winkler was talking about this, and I have long complained about this as for as long as I've doing uh, have been doing PA for softball was you know their fielding had been pretty solid pitching has been decent but one thing that they struggled with was generating runs and it looks like Shane Winkler may at least for the first three games have solved that problem that wasn't a problem today by the way did I see this correctly so in that first game East Carolina East Carolina East Carolina won eight to nothing did I see that we won eight to nothing with two hits? No. No, no, no. There the were more than two hits. Wrong. There was eleven hits. Yeah. Okay. There were uh, okay. The there other were eleven team hits. Had two hits. Yeah. I, I was just about took, to I say. saw that too. Yeah. The other team had two hits. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was Shirley an error. just said that the girl went like three for four. <laughs> How the hell are we gonna have two hits? <laughs> that is true. But I <laughs> saw that today and I was like, we scored eight runs off of two hits. Get this: three for three with three doubles, and the team had two hits. Figure <laughs> it out. Be this. Hey, with Johnny Stats, figure that one out, pal. It's got Johnny Stats in a, a tizzy. Does a bunch of walks count? <laughs> um, but so yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I mean, uh, Emma Jackson, like I said, transfer from Virginia Tech, and she has really uh, put her stamp on things uh, so far here, early in the this season. Now they play tomorrow morning at ten. They play St. Joe's again, and then at three o'clock tomorrow afternoon they will finish or will finish the day tomorrow with the College of Charleston. Then they have one more game on Sunday, and I believe that game is at 11 a.m., and unfortunately, none of those games you can see unless you have Flow Sports. All right. Let me be... Let me be me. Okay. Hey, Cook. I just want to... I want to pump the brakes a little bit. And I want to say last year, we won't. We don't have to go far back, Pirates started 9-2. and two. And you have, they're, they're, okay. they're scoring 6 runs, 9 good runs, point. 11 runs, 6 runs. Very good point. Um, They've been able to do this in the non-conference. Mm-hmm. The question is... Can they transfer it into the conference? Last play? year, three and fifteen in conference play. Mm. The year before that, uh, they were two and sixteen. Right. So again, I, I'm not throwing rain on anybody's parade. I want. I will say the offensive outputs in these first three games, Shirley, mm-hmm. is more than what they had early in the year last year. So, I agree. So maybe this is a real thing. But I uh, want to see it continue. I do love the one and zero and zero, zero and zero they've put up so far. Um, but I think even Shane Winkler will tell you, this is great. This is what they should be doing right now. Can they do it two months from now? Yeah, they got to be That's able to sustain question. that. Yeah. But you got to start somewhere. And boy, what a start it is. Congratulations to the softball team. So it seems like Fatante hey and emma jackson are the one to punch offensively for east carolina am i right so well far. it's so far um I, I, you <laughs> can throw in anna saw uh anna sawyer she uh, got a couple of hits in that game and there's another um she is a grad transfer from clemson her name is morgan johnson keep an eye on her but she is a tall tall young lady Mojo? six one she's played uh, she's a utility player but uh the first game against charleston southern she played first base so um that's a pretty big target for uh the infielder so uh you know that's something that we haven't really had a whole lot of it to the best of my memory in the last in recent years is somebody that's that tall um you know playing first base so i don't know it just kind of stood out to me that because i was like goodness gracious she's tall 
Pirates will be home on Tuesday against North Dakota State, and then uh, you'll get to see a lot of Pirate softball next weekend with the Pirate Clash, welcoming welcoming in Fairfield, Marshall, and Longwood. You are uh, going to be out at any of the games coming up next week, Shirley? No, because that's my oh, Tampa gonna, trip. I will right. be in Tampa playing softball myself so mm-hmm. i will not uh be in attendance but i will actually my, my first pa gig will be on february 25th that sunday i'm going to be doing pa that day february 25th uh, that'll be part of the pirate invitational it mm-hmm. appears where east carolina will welcome in towson Ryder, and north carolina central mm-hmm. so um you gotta I like they've got all these tournaments so they have to name them different things you've got the pirate clash starting on the 16th the pirate invitational on the 23rd the purple gold invitational march 1st is that it yeah that's it it. so uh three just uh wall-to-wall softball going on ec softball is very inviting with all these invitationals that is one thing we are we're in we're an inviting bunch we are bunch we're an inviting bunch we we like to accommodate uh do you know if uh what time the track meets are for zach no, oh for club no, track no clue. because i've been um i've been calling a lot of people live on the air and talking to them on speakerphone Just give them a call give them a buzz and because uh, as i look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck dub buck i keep picking against dayton and i think tonight might be the night i said that earlier this week who are they playing and they survived a road trip to st joe's can they survive a road trip to Richmond uh, when they take Ooh. on VCU tonight? Uh, I do have another problem. I don't have Zach's cell phone number, <laughs> so I will not be calling him. I do. See if you can uh, speaker that up into the microphone. But he won't be able to hear me. Can you bring your phone in here? Sure. Sure. Uh, two top 25 action uh, games in uh, tonight. Oh, what no. am I trying to say? What words am I saying? My phone's on three percent. It would be funny if it actually the phone dies during the conversation. Dayton and VCU seven o'clock on the Deuce and CBS Sports Network. It'll be San Diego State and Nevada. Nevada. I always say Nevada. Nevada. Eight o'clock. I say Nevada too. So. Yeah. Is it Nevada? Wager told me it was Nevada. The phone might die. Man, that is a strong ring. Zach. Hello? Zach. Yeah. Hey, it's Clip. You're live on the air. Oh, yeah. First of all, shout out. You are Mr. American. Um, That's right. Yeah. So, who was it? UAB knocking off FAU last night? That's for exactly what they did. Although, going back to the tape, I feel like I kind of talked you into taking UAB plus the points. So, I'll take a little bit of credit for that. Um, okay. We can do with that. Tonight, Zach, Dayton on the road at vcu you know i like to pick against dayton and i'm doing it again tonight i got vcu plus one and a half what do you think you know i saw that line this morning and i said only one and a half dayton's gonna win by six at least wow okay big game for your dayton flyers zach we had no idea we'll have to talk to you about this next week you're on the club track team yeah we are about to head to penn state right now what do you uh, what events do you do uh, this weekend, I'm doing the 200, the 400, the distance medley relay, and the 3,000 meter. Holy moly. All right. Well, we'll uh, talk more about your athletic prowess next week. Good luck, man. Bring home a uh, a gold. 
Sounds good. Thank you. All right. There is uh, intern Zach joining us live via Chandler's cell phone, which is on probably 2% now after that phone call. Um, on three. I knew he was an athlete. I got tired just hearing those events that he's going to be doing this week. I think I could do those. Chad says, how does anyone let their phone get down to 3%? All right. So, one, I usually don't. But I woke up this morning. My phone had not charged. My mm. charger just does not work anymore. Mm. I tried it like five or six different times, mm. unplugging, you know, taking it off, putting it back on, plugging it back in, and it just does not work. So, but shout out to Jenny. She gave me a extra one that she had. Actually, it's a brand new charger. So my phone is on twenty percent. Shirley, what's yours on? gosh guys we we gotta do better yeah we got to do better we gotta do better well i was gonna charge it but then when i went to go put it on the charger i was like oh somebody else's phone is plugged up i share a charger with shirley which means i use her charger i thought you were going to i thought you were going to say me shirley and i was going to say that was way this morning but it was clip yeah all right fair enough there's your phone update China. Hey, let me ask the chat game. What percentage uh, is your phone on? Hey, guys, what percent are you on right now? And, let us know. And be honest. Uh, be honest with us. I am exactly at 20. Chan is at 3. 3. Shirley is at 30. She said 30-something. Just 30. 30 on the dot. Where you at, people, on this Friday? We'll talk Super Bowl Hour 2 with Tony Dunn. Let's go and get a break because we'll talk to Brian North when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a free beer Friday. Chon, today we've got an 18-pack of Bud Light. We've got an ECU Bud Light hat, which is really sweet. Yes. We've got another hat to throw in. A new blue hat. A new blue hat, which looks awesome. And if you don't have a calendar, if you want to know what days there are, we have a new blue calendar with over $1,000 of savings in it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm like, a calendar? Who wants a calendar? I kind of scoffed at it. And then I looked at it. And not even all the discounts you can get in there with new blue services. But their employees actually made a calendar. So there's a different photo for every month. Like, it's really cool. It's a great idea. We should do that here at Pirate Radio. So I now want one of these calendars. But we'll give one away coming up in hour three of our show today. Oh, we got Luke at 8%. Oh, Luke, come on, baby. Steve sitting at 66%. That's a charged phone. Now, Steve, I believe, does some Ubering Yes, around town. In fact, he texted me and said that he'll be doing it this weekend. So he's got to keep his phone charged. Chad's at a solid 52 Tyler at 16, living on the edge. Oh, Mark Alexander, 59%. 59. That's a good salesman right there. Yes, sir. John, a salesman <laughs> at 3%. I could get a client or prospect to call me here in about 10 minutes, and they're going to have no luck. Russ is a complete degenerate. He's lying, saying his is at 69%. Although, Russ seems like the kind of guy that like keeps it at 69 keeps it, yeah. Like it He'll gets take to, it off the charger for about 30 minutes or so. It gets it to 68. He goes, uh-uh. Nope. Puts it right back on. It goes up 1%, and then he takes it off. Jerry is sitting at a 12 right now. Kaz at a 41. And old Brad at 51. More charged than not. 
I think uh, what what percentage battery your phone is at says a lot about the person. What it says, I don't know. But I think there is something we can read into all this. We'll uh, take a break, come back. Brian North joins us when we return. Hopefully his phone is charged. Back with you after this. Drop that on him. Turn that TJ off. Turn that TJ off. What's up, I ready or not? Here I come. You can't handle. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? When you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Big Dog Entertainment is on YouTube asking, does the video quality look better today, boys? Yeah, big news. We are all uh, metrosexuals. Metronet. Metronet. Uh, so are... We're nothing but Metronet. Video should be a little crisper. And if there were Crisp. buffering issues in the past, they should be a, uh, a thing of the past. They should stay there in the past. And I think it does look a little sharper. So thank you, Wes, Glenn, Ellerby, and everybody. Me. What did you do? Nothing. Well, I ain't thinking you then. Shirley? No. I didn't do anything. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, thank you to everybody who helped out there. Patrick says, I think the video looks good. I think it looks all right. Patrick, I think you look good. Chad says, we need an employees of Pirate Radio calendar. Steve wants a Pirate Radio Live calendar of West quotes. We could do that. We could have a picture. He's black. <laughs> a picture. He was in the man's section. For every month and then have a West quote. Do we not have he's black? Attached to it. No. Oh. I don't Without context, that one's tough, Chandler. That is true. Tyler said it looks nice. Tyler said he was just thinking it was that Friday shine. We do got a, a Friday shine. Chad said he can see all the grays in Clips goatee. Uh, Glenn said something about 4K, and he was like, I know I don't want myself shown in 4K. And I was like, yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. We don't need it looking that good for for me anyway. Patrick. There's something, there's something um, strange here. <laughs> <laughs> there's Even something there, there's something that strange here that is correct do that again please there's something there's something um strange here here <laughs> miniature m-i-n-a-t-u-r-e miniature 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 the world series <laughs> that was him just taking a guess on. Have uh, you ever RBS. tried on a thong, Wes? I have to say, I have. Oh, <laughs> stop it! Oh, you on. have. Yes. What have you put on a thong? It's been many moons ago. 
Did he mean to make a joke there? Moons? I don't think he did. No, but it Many worked. moons ago. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, we got to get to our Brian North uh, convo. So let's do that right now. Uh, as he joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line to get you ready for an action-packed sports weekend. North, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Clipper. Hope you are. Yes, sir. Doing well. A lot going on. We got Pirate Hoops. We got the final ECU baseball scrimmages before they get their season underway. And, of course, Super Bowl 58. Uh, Brian, do you have a rooting interest or pick for this game on Sunday? Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I picked the 49ers, so that means I'd, I'd like to have my reputation somewhat intact. Of course, uh, Christian McCaffrey, former Panther, who I've interviewed several times, uh, seems like a good guy. Wouldn't mind rooting for him a little bit. Um, so maybe that's, that's about as far as it goes, you know, uh, with Cornell Powell not being active and yeah. being on a practice squad with, uh, with you know, out of his elevations and probably done with his Chiefs career. Uh, he's already got a ring uh, having played for them. So uh, I'm okay with the 49ers winning their first one since 1994. Speaking of rings, uh, we talked to Isaiah Winstead earlier this week. He said he thinks he gets a ring uh, for being on that roster pretty much the entire season before being cut. And um, paused a minute when I asked him, you know, is he bitter or does he have friends that he's pulling for? And uh, eventually said that, yeah, he's uh, he's pulling for the Niners. He uh He's got some friends on the team, so so he's wanting them to win. But it's still kind of a weird situation for him, probably. He, he used the word business, Brian, and uh, yep. all the guys you've talked to through the years that have experienced, uh, they know about the business side of it. They, they sure do. And look, and they all kind of want a piece of it when they can, but I think they all understand, uh, um, look, it's a, it's a cutthroat business. And, you know, the NFL always stood for not for long, and, and the careers are some of the shortest in my come to professional sports. And so... Um, take care of yourself while you can and if somebody lets you have a ring along the way you might as well take it even if you weren't a big contributing factor uh, I think the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into it uh, no matter when it is is probably worth it and gives you something to, to kind of kind of hold on to and, and be a part of I don't think anybody will deny it very few people uh, would want to say they weren't a part of something that uh, if somebody wanted them to be a part of it Brian North joining us, Isaiah joining uh, Holden Aylers and Noah Henderson and Garrett McGinn on the Arlington Renegades, Brian. I've never been interested in one of these spring leagues, but if those guys are on the field and getting action, Warren Sabah, former Pirate with the Michigan Panthers, and maybe a few others sprinkled throughout the league, uh, I'm going to give this thing a watch after the NFL's done. Yeah, I, I've, you know, it, it's not, it's harder to watch than the NFL, right? It's, it's in the springtime. You're, you're generally, you've had your fill of football for the last several months. You kind of want to go outside. You're into baseball. But but anytime we have the rooting interest, I, I'm always interested in these guys and getting to play. I remember uh, when Marcus Crandall was playing in the XFL. And so watching him with, the, was it the Memphis Hitmen? And um, so there's been a few of these guys through the years that we've tried to watch in these alternate leagues that, um, again, harder to be a fan of the league, easier when you're a fan of the person. And that'll certainly be the case especially with all the influence of, of ECU players and, and guys from around the area who will be getting chances to play in the spring. Uh, Brian, uh, you need to apologize to the city of Memphis. Uh, it's the Memphis Maniacs with an X. Yeah. And I only know that because uh, the, there's a, like a famous Marcus Crandall card uh, with the Memphis Maniacs, and I'm looking at it right now, and uh, it's pretty awesome. XFL, Marcus Crandall, Memphis Maniacs with an X. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, they're still a hitman, like New York, New Jersey. I'm assuming they were up there, probably. There you go. There you go. 
Uh, Brian North joining us, and uh, we'll throw in some hoops to the sports weekend as well. East Carolina's been off during the week. Brian, they got UTSA on the road coming up on Saturday. And, uh, man, I, I kind of know what to expect from ECU basketball every year because I'm a pessimist slash realist, and, and I've lived it for so long. But it is kind of frustrating this year sitting at 4-6. and six, And you look at the teams on top, South Florida, Charlotte, uh, UAB's ahead of them. North Texas is ahead of them. And we had them right there on the ropes tied with Tulane, who's a pretty decent team. So East Carolina kind of middle, low middle of the pack. It feels like this could have been a year to actually do something, finish uh, there in the top of the standings in the top four, top five, whatever, if they could have closed out some of these games. So the you know, 11 and 12 season is even more frustrating because of what could have been right now. Well, pessimist clip, let me just say the season's not over and any team can get hot. And this is not a league where you're that scared of going into the tournament where I think you still have, could have a chance to get the automatic bid. And harken back to the days of 1993 when, uh, with a losing record, ECU went to the NCAA tournament. And look, they're playing a UTS, uh, UTSA team that has a horrible conference record. They're 2-8. and eight. So you have a chance to go down there and pick up a win, and then what else is on the schedule here at the end of the year? I don't. There's there's always a chance the buy, what's being called a buy, not playing this week, maybe comes at a good time because they've been so beat up. This may feel like a nice break and, and get them a, a second win, so to speak, here for the rest of the season. So pessimist clip. Hold on a second. Let's just see how this thing plays out. All right, put Brian North back on the phone. I don't like this guy. Who's this guy? Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right, Brian. I do agree. I have said this, Brian. Pirates will win a conference tournament game. They did it last year. I think they can do it again this year. And I like how wide open it's going to be. I mean, do you really, when you look at favorites, you still got to say FAU. But by the way, they went out and lost last night uh, to UAB. But South Florida and Charlotte, I know they have great records, but are you scared of them? No, not really. So this thing is going to be wide open. It should make for a fun uh, tournament in Fort Worth. All about getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Now more than ever with the transfer portal and you know, guys leaving early, I, I think this is truly when you look at the last several NCAA tournaments, right? It's the team that got hot at the right time. Now, normally you have to have the ingredients. I don't know if ECU has all those ingredients, but still – it's all about timing when it comes to a postseason success. Uh, Brian, a couple of years ago, Duke and North Carolina meet up in uh, the, the, the biggest matchup ever in the Final Four, and North Carolina makes a deal with the devil and wins it and says, you know what, we'll just stink all next year. We, we don't care. That's fine. And I guess they made a mini deal this year because they said, hey, uh, we want to beat Duke at home. And uh, we'll, we'll give up the, 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 the bread of the sandwich. We'll give up Georgia Tech and Clemson if you just let us get the meat and beat Duke. Uh, how, uh, kind of a crazy up-and-down week uh, for North Carolina. Losing to Tech, losing to Clemson, which they used to never do at home, uh, but they did beat the Blue Devils. Yeah, it's the second time ever that they lost to Clemson at home, but I, I think everybody kind of sensed that that was coming, coming off that big win. They'd won 10 in a row. They'd been playing so well. There was just... At some point, you knew they were going to have a little bit of a hiccup here this season. And so you, you want to get through it here. I mean, you, got, you want to go through those hiccups now before you get into the, the conference part of the season, the conference tournament part, the NCAA tournament part, which is really what it's all about for these teams now. And so for North Carolina, R.J. Davis is getting guarded differently, so they have to make adjustments and figure out how to do that. Armando Baycott's always been a guy who 
you know, can rise to the occasion, but can disappear occasionally when he becomes a little disinterested. So uh, I'm not as worried because I like the chemistry of this team, but same deal. Now, if they get cold from the field or if they get a little complacent on things, that they can easily be beaten, but it also feels like a team that's got some pretty good chemistry here. And again, if you're going to go through a tough spot, now is the time to do it so you can get playing pretty good here uh, come ACC tournament time and NCAA tournament time, where, where really is where you make your money, both uh, coaches and players now in the NIL world. NC State fans know they can't have nice things. That was proven when they lost to Pitt uh, at home the other night. Uh, Virginia right now second behind North Carolina, 9-3 and three in the league. Duke is at 8-3. and three. Uh, Again, Florida State does not have a good overall record, but they got a pretty good ACC record, 7-4, and four, Wake 7-4. and four. And this thing, maybe a little bit top-heavy with North Carolina, Brian, but, uh, you know, you could draw some names out of a hat here on who's going to win the ACC tournament this year. Yeah, again, uh, any team can get hot. Matchups are going to be key because some teams just don't match up well with each other. And so NC State was that squad that just not as talented, just didn't have the much margin for error. And, boy, that loss the other night was one that that's going to haunt them when it comes to uh, tournament time. Yeah. They're right there on that bubble. Uh, and they have to be careful because their schedule is pretty brutal here over the next couple of weeks. So um, NC State's got to be real careful. They don't just fall right off that bubble at this point because – um, there's some big games coming up that could, will make or break their postseason fate. Uh, other sports going on. Uh, ECU softball getting underway uh, this weekend, Brian, and off to a good start to their season. Baseball coming up next week. Cliff Godwin's Pirates uh, will host a rider. Talk to Aaron Fitt from D1 Baseball. He said it's rinse and repeat for the Pirates, Brian. Once again, the overwhelming favorite in the American. Expects them, uh, obviously, to get the postseason and potentially host a regional and see what happens from there. And, uh, boy, they are really high on Trey Savage. D1 Baseball has him the number three pitcher in the country, Brian, going into the year. That's crazy, you know. Uh, had a good year last year and, of course, had the summer uh, with Team USA. So I, I always worry, though, when people get this many accolades early on, yeah. it almost sets you up for, you know, God forbid, an injury or, or just the team's figuring you out because now, you know, Friday starting is always tough because you're always going against the other team's best pitcher. So uh, I'm curious more of what Cliff Godwin has recruited and, and what he's got coming back and um, just some of the other guys. Who's going to elevate? Because the one thing Cliff Godwin has done through the years is find guys to really develop. So by the time they're juniors and yeah. to be, they really have these great careers. And so I'm, I'm kind of curious who that's going to be this year. But uh, while the focus is on you, Savage, uh, just start paying attention to who that player is going to be that's going to, to come out of not nowhere, but is really going to become, become that pressure guy and the name uh, uh, name guy on this team that's going to carry the team on his back. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. North, is it a birthday weekend? Sure is. Uh, five years old is Miss Tinsley. She will be turned that Sunday. And since her birthday fell on Super Bowl Sunday, and we can't let her have the whole day to herself, uh, we'll, we'll have the the party at the trampoline park. Uh, Sawyer's, I'm sure, is not a sponsor of yours, right? So, um, uh, sponsor. So, we're going to have the trampoline park somewhere in Greenville Saturday. And then we'll do some birthday stuff Sunday. And then our birthday officially ends about 4 o'clock Sunday so we can get into Super Bowl mode. Awesome. Good stuff. Uh, man, Brian, I don't have to tell you this. Uh, they grow up fast. My daughter will turn 15 on Tuesday. Which is insane. So, has she started that dating thing yet, or are you guys waiting into that pool yet? Not quite. And I'm just uh, continuing to knock on wood and <laughs> let that go uh, as long as it will. So, 
have you purchased that proverbial shotgun? <laughs> but when the suitors show up to the door, that, that, that's the first thing they see is Clip uh, yeah. and his hat pulled over his eyes and his long hair and uh, a firearm somewhere in the house. What you doing here, boy? Yeah, it's uh, getting to be those days, Brian. But, um, hey, I uh, hope you have a, uh, a great birthday weekend with the fam and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll reconvene with you next Friday. Look forward to it, Flipper. There is Brian North, WCTI 12, joining us on a Free Beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back. we got a lot of football news to get to. We'll wait till uh, Tony's here, hour two of our show. And I've got a lot of props. Do you see the prop sheet, Chandler? All right, so uh, we'll have some picks to make for Super Bowl 58 in hour two. And also a lot of coaching news, college and pro. We'll uh, dive into that as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Um, when we return, I want to play a clip from the most recent Holt Naylor show with Shane Carden. And uh, interesting guests, a couple of interesting guests coming up on the next edition of the Holt Naylor show. We'll tell you about that when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Did you know that there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can help you or that can uh, turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a free beer Friday. Just saw this from WITN. As someone who listens to a lot of true crime podcasts and things like that not necessarily a crime but this is uh this is interesting uh jack's creek search may be connected to missing men from the 1980s is the headline the recovery of a submerged vehicle in washington creek could be connected to the disappearance of three men more than 40 years ago search crews this afternoon recovered the real rear axle of a vehicle from jack's creek and they plan to pump the water out to get better access what's left on the creek bed um phil rollison washington police chief didn't want to share too many details said they have been at the scene for some time um so apparently um city manager Or someone has been in touch with the family members of the three missing men from the early 1980s. Um, that led to him to design a sonar device that could check areas where boats couldn't get to. That's interesting. We'll see how that story 
uh shapes out there but that's on uh witn right now all right i want to play a clip from yesterday's edition of the latest edition of the whole nailer show as they talk to the captain shane carden if uh if shane carden loses the quarterback battle to rio johnson does he immediately enter the transfer portal if this is 2024 uh this was what 2012 i guess um but the question was asked you know did shane ever think about transferring when he did not initially win the job now he went on to basically win it two weeks three weeks four weeks later whatever in week two of the season but here's that question and answer from the latest edition of the holt naylor show your scout team days obviously were two years and then you go battle the quarterback job in camp uh the year act the year after that you don't win the job um to start with you know rio johnson wins it goes into game one as the starter obviously you know you become the starter game three and kind of go on from there but when you weren't named the starter after kind of going unrecruited in high school and then uh scout team two years was there ever a point mentally where you were like can i do this because obviously you know as a quarterback you know mental's a huge side of the game it's probably 80 percent of the game was there ever a time where you thought about transferring or you you can i do this in college football or you know what was your mental like not getting named the starter in year three yeah, that was tough, right? Because you kind of like trust your coaches and it's like, hey, you're going to go back to the scout team because we don't want you to be the third string guy. We want you to develop. And you're like, all right, like I'll go there. I'll get more work. You know, and I felt like I had done the things in the off season, the leading thing he had talked about, just a lot of things that we discussed. Like I thought I had done that. And uh, yeah, not being named starter is tough, right? We're all competitors and we want to play. And uh, it was definitely tough to hear that. Um, I don't think I ever, like it was never like when that happened, I'm out of here right now. It was like, just, you know, upset, a little bit of anger, um, and just, like, I want to go prove on the field that I can do this. I think my confidence level is there, you know. Like, I had teammates who were, like, you know, stick with it and seeing me in camp and the things I was doing at that point, I felt good about it. Like I said earlier, Trip Weaver talking to me, man, just, like, being there. Uh, my parents started getting letters from smaller schools in Texas telling me to come transfer immediately. Like, Damn. I don't know how that news got out that, like, you know what I mean, just yeah. all of a sudden. I'm getting called from my parents. Like, hey, you got a couple letters today telling telling you to come back to Texas and go to these schools. <laughs> it's like this is nuts. Dang. Um, so yeah, it was South Carolina game though. So we're we're in there. Uh, Baffer half. They tell me I'm the starter at halftime. I go in there my first pass. I throw a pick. They pull me out. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's it. Like that. That, <laughs> it. that was that was my chance. We're done. Uh, luckily or unluckily for him, you know, oh, pick six happens next. And I'm on the sideline, Link's just like, hey, man, I'm putting you back in. You throw a pick, like, you're never going to play. I was like, all right, let's go do it. <laughs> oh, my so, God. For me, it was like, man, all right, let's just go let her rip. So, uh, you know, we drive down, we score 10 points. And then, uh, you know, it took us a while to get that offense going. But, you know, something that, like, I've always been told, like, once they, they give you, like, once they give you that, you know, no given reason not to. So, I mean, man, I, was, I remember one game, like, I think it was UTEP, Ankles all messed up, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna take you in before half, wrap you up." I'm like, "No, you're not. There's still time <laughs> on the clock. I'm not going in there until Heck half." Yeah. And uh, there's a clip. I throw a little fade pass to Hardy, and it's like I just catch it, you know, a little goal line fade. And uh, you can see me like kind of hobbling after I throw it. Like it's just terrible. So I go in there, <laughs> at it. I'm like, "Man, just wrap that sucker up as big as you need. I'm not, I'm not coming out of this." Because it was like, because you had me right there. You had another guy, Brad, who you know could show he could do. It. I mean, just. There was no way, you know, I was coming off that field once once I was going. 
All right. When Shane got in, he was not coming out. Uh, injury, ankle, whatever, didn't matter. Shane Carden, great interview. Talked about a, a lot of topics. Uh, of course, his time here at ECU, his favorite wins, his favorite moments, um, his thoughts on what happened after he left in 2015. Uh, talked a lot about Kurt Benkert. Man, Benkert would have been the guy here uh, had he not suffered that injury, eventually transferring. I uh, talked about Ruff being fired and uh great interview with Shane, the walk-ons, and, of course, uh, Holden Aylers. Holden, uh, I believe we got Zay Jones coming up in the next episode. And how about this? Uh, Holden Aylers show tweeting out an hour ago. As promised, we're going to have the Ryder baseball starting left fielder join us on the Holden Aylers show next week prior to opening day for ECU baseball. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, we will... That young man will have the jungle in his ear next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and uh, he'll, ahead of that, join the Holden Naylor Show. Pretty cool. Also, Holden got a shout-out from uh, Stephen A. Smith last night. Although, um... The whole inhaler show. <laughs> Let's hear that shout out real quick from uh, from Stephen A. It's your boy Stephen A. Smith. Tune into the whole inhaler show. Make sure you check it out. The boy's talent. The whole inhalers. The whole inhaler show. <laughs> hey y'all, it's your boy Stephen A. Smith. What's up? It's your boy Stephen A. Smith. Tune into the whole inhaler show. Okay. Make sure you check it out. Whole inhalers. I like. Go for it. First of all, that is really cool how they were able to get that shout out. And he's wearing purple. Very fitting in the video. Very fitting. The whole inhaler inhaler show. What's up? This your boy Stephen A. Smith. Tune into the whole inhaler show, okay? Whole inhalers. <laughs> whole inhalers. Jim Rome. Let's go to Stephen A. <laughs> hey, Stephen A. Can you give a shout out to the Holton Ayler Show? What's up? This your boy Stephen A. Smith. Tune into the whole inhaler show, okay? No, 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 no. The Holton Ayler's show. Smith, tune into the whole inhaler show. Not the whole inhaler show. <laughs> what do you think we are? Jerry, Sin- uh, Jerry Jones? Glory Hole? Thanks, Ron. We'll talk to you later. Hilarious. <laughs> whole inhaler show. Now they got to get Stephen A on the whole inhaler show. <laughs> That'd be a good guest. Well, uh, take a break. Come back. Tony Dunn is here. We got Super Bowl picks, props, tons of NFL and college football news. And did Tony Dunn cry when he saw all the Cam Newton hugs from this week on social media? We'll find out when we return. Hour two of Pirate Radio Live on a free beer Friday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join down on Main every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Who is that good-looking man sitting beside Shirley? Thank you, thank you. How you guys doing? Young Joey! <laughs> say the thing, say the thing. Hoyo de Gloria. Ahí está, en el centro. Hoyo de Gloria. Who, by the way, is not employed nor interning here, yet running the video. <laughs> gotta do what I gotta do, man. I thought maybe you would come in here. But uh, Chandler put you right back to work. Yeah, you know what? I, I put myself here because I was watching the show a little bit earlier, and I, you need someone else here. <laughs> that is 100% true. John, well, what not, happened? Not, I forgot. Not, not just that, but Chandler likes being in front of the camera. That's why I took the two spot. Yep. Well. Front and center. Front and center. Uh, I haven't been over there in a while, so it's my fault. I'm not going to mention that. Um, <laughs> Tony, how are you? Good. Good. Tony, you have an eclectic mix of hats. You like it? You're going jump man. First of all, what is the uh how's that can I touch it? Yeah. Live on the air? A live touch? It looks okay. Like it should be, almost looks like it could be leather. And then yeah, okay. That's sick, bro. <laughs> Where do you get your hats? Like you have a Prince flat bill hat? Uh, Where do you get these My hats? wife and my son my always life. look out for me for unique hats. Out like, do you get them online or out places? I don't know where they get them. I think out places. Nice. All right. Cool hat. Uh, cool hat. Tony. Look at the shoes. What do you got? Put them on the table. I'm not taking them off. What are they? Dunks, I believe they're Ooh. called. I don't know. Royal we have to ask black Glenn. Nike Dunks, I think. I want a pair of purple and gold. They're Jordans, dunks. though. They're not Jordans. Yes, they are. Let me see again. Yeah, to look at the symbol. Oh, okay. They are Jordans. They're like old Jordan. The red and black ones. Well, they come in every color. Great, great conversation. Let's. Yeah. Uh, hey, wait, I mean, if you're gonna wear this hat. Yeah, you're going full jump, man. Yeah. Today. All right, um, Pantherland. Pantherland. Chandler, you said uh, you wanted to talk about Julius Peppers. We have a Hall of Famer. The guy who really made Tony fall in love with the Panthers with and football. with football. Yeah. Julius yep. Peppers. Top to bottom. Um, first ballot. I, I, was, I, I saw where there was a first ballot guy that didn't go in, which is kind of surprising to me. Antonio Gates. Snubbed. What? How did he not go in? I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get in, I would assume. But I saw they put in Andre Johnson. So he did get in. Okay. Yeah. No Which Smitty, if you, right? If you no look at Andre, Andre Johnson's numbers in comparison to Smitty, they're like identical. So I think if Andre Johnson gets in, you got to put Smitty, Smitty in. But the problem is they only put so many of each position in each year. And then I think for some reason they believe because Andre Johnson did it with an inferior team continuously – yeah that that means more but uh he did not do the one thing steve smith did triple crown Triple crown. yeah and smitty played in a super bowl yep uh we had some good questions the other night tony do you know the uh four which i saw your wife she said you were sleeping on the couch wednesday night 
<laughs> um, and you were supposed to be there at AJ's. Anyway, I don't know, it was kind of funny. Um, who are the four players, I'll ask you too, Joey, that have scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl for two different teams? There's a reason I'm asking you Panthers fans this. Four player, uh, Ricky Prohl? Ricky Prohl is one. Did it with the Rams and Panthers. Um, there may be another Panther on this list. Steven Davis? No. No. Is it, what do you think? He went with Washington? No. The good point. Good point. Uh, another Panther. From that Super Bowl. Joey was too young. Is From it? the Panthers Patriots Super Bowl. Moose? Moose Mohammed. Who did he Panthers go and Bears. Chicago. Chicago. They yeah, made the Super Bowl? To... Lost to the Colts. Oh, Prince. Wow. Uh, the other two, Jerry Rice and Rob Gronkowski. So that is a very short list that Ricky Short list. and Moussin Muhammad are on. Uh, Peppers is the first true Panther, Panther right? Drafted by the Panthers. So you've Kevin, had other guys. Kevin, Kevin Green. Green. Is he the only? Reggie White. Yep. Sam Mills. Yep. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. yeah. He got in last Jared year. Jared Allen made the uh, Hall of Fame as well. Oh, yeah. Good point. Uh, yeah. So Peppers, though, the first player drafted by the Panthers in the Hall of Fame. Uh, speaking of former Panthers, I kept seeing these videos on Twitter. Just the biggest bro hugs you'll ever see. Cam Newton to Luke Keekley. <laughs> Cam literally picking up Luke. And then I also saw Cam and uh, Greg Olson embrace. You I, know. Didn't see, I didn't see that. Greg Olson always got, got Cam's back, man. He oh, yeah. speaks glowing, glowingly about him because Cam made his career. You know, so, um, you know, people like to talk junk about Cam. They like to say stuff like, oh, he can't throw a 15 yard out route on time. But that's, they're just looking at, I don't know, I think it's kind of uh, confirm, not confirmation bias. It's a, it's a bias of what you already believe about Cam. But Cam, man, at one point was dealing every way, every way possible. Kenny says, well, Cam Newton made the Hall of Fame. No, people hate him too much. The thing I is, think it's border. I think he's in a, as somebody who is the biggest can stand you're going to come across. Is I, I admit he's a borderline player. You know, I mean, is that his accomplishments and feats are impressive because he did so much to in by himself. I mean, it had some incredible moments and in, you know, I mean, rushing touchdowns. The greatest, I think, this and my question for you guys is Cam Newton, the greatest short yardage threat in the history of football were we having that discussion yeah you said goal line threat but yeah i I mean i don't know if so like anybody better jerome bettis came to mind i was just kind of mike allstott like thinking of big backs like that and then you said uh, cam newton yeah Yeah. cam newton especially because he could just do it in so many different pretty automatic over the top over he'll go to the run through go Uh, under it whatever he wanted to do so his resume and I think can't. if he would have had one more playoff run or yes. like a second, he needed a really a, a renaissance after the injury. And if he would have been able to do that with another team, yeah. I think that would have put him there. But the fact that he has <clears throat> the mo- like the rushing touchdowns, the rushing yards. The amount of records he was breaking. Yeah, man, it was insane. I mean, the MVP year he had, he was just shy of 4,000 yards passing. He was well over 600 yards rushing. He had, what, 55 touchdowns that year? He had 35 passing, 10 rushing yards. I mean, he had 10 rushing touchdowns in that year. 
so he if this was like basketball and it was just the naismith or whatever the pro basketball or the i'm sorry the basketball hall of fame which includes college he's clearly oh first ballot yeah Yeah. because he has the heisman and championship and all that nfl resume rookie of the year mvp three-time pro bowler he wasn't all pro he went to a super bowl but you've also got to factor in he has the 26th most rushing touchdowns in nfl history (laughs) as a quarterback which is more touchdowns than earl campbell ezekiel elliott Lashawn mccoy you know Stephen Jackson, MJD, Eddie George, Todd Gurley. Like he has more rushing touchdowns, including all his passing. He has more rushing touchdowns than OJ Simpson, Herschel Walker, Terrell Davis. What? So like that That's is insane. why. That's why people say. He I think you could put him in because of all the numbers I said that he has that other quarterbacks had, plus this stat. Alone. I think I saw some some uh, one stat when they were talking about Jalen Hurts who has I think now what the most rushing touchdowns in a season maybe for a quarterback, for a quarterback. Yep. and they said that all of Jalen Hurts touchdowns equated to 14 yards or something like mm-hmm. Cam Newton had like he had one, one rushing touchdown. touchdown that equated to more than all of his 15 yeah games. yeah uh, Cam is fun awesome and I saw somebody say something on Twitter that was great. They said, people love to talk junk about Cam until they see him. And then the first thing they all do is they're nice to him and they go, holy crap, he's so big. Uh, we were talking about him earlier this week and oh, with Greg Hudson. Yeah. About like, how do you use an RG3 guy? Because it really frustrated me when we had him and everybody's like, you just can't use him like that. But if you don't use him like that, they're not going to win and he's not going to be good. And he's saying you got to bite the bullet and just not take him then and take a pocket passer because we saw with RG3, he was rookie of the year, but he also ripped up his leg and was never good after his rookie year. The difference with Cam is he was a freaking tight end or left tackle playing quarterback. He could have played defensive end. So he was way more durable. than. Yeah, and all of his injuries, none of his injuries came from him rushing the football ever. Right, I mean, is that he? Maybe there was only one injury that he had where he was rushing the football, and it was a showboating injury against the Falcons, and they had head hunted him, yeah, and he got concussed, gotcha. mm. and that was, I think, 2016, where everything kind of just went wrong when that TJ year. TJ ended his career. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that was, that was the bare, year after. Yeah, okay. two years maybe later, yeah. 20. But the, you know, Cam, his, his shoulder injuries all came. One in the pocket or chasing down a, you know, that one came in the car accident. Well, that was the back, yeah. But uh, one was chasing down that 70 yard interception that from Kelvin Benjamin, who gave up. And people love to talk junk about Cam just uh, not getting on jumping on that fumble, right? And in the Super Bowl, that's all the comments were when he made a comment about Purdy just today, yeah. Every single comment, but then why did there's no problem? With other quarterbacks throwing an interception and just standing there, but Cam out. I don't think anybody ever that really watched Cam play questioned his just a commitment to put his body on the line. People don't like Cam because he wears stupid clothes and he types in a stupid font, and they just can't get over that stuff. He's unique, man. Like as a player, I uh, think he he was great. Um, 
all the other stuff's annoying and some people can't look past that stuff. You think it's annoying, but you didn't think it was I annoying really when he was setting trends. I mean, think about what he did for I the don't dab. Care about trends. The dab. I don't give a damn the about dab. The dab took over Tony. the world, dude. Not in my world. The Superman. Like, I mean. Not my America. <laughs> the, I mean. Yeah, he was literally Superman playing football. Oh, I yeah. did love this. So yeah. after uh, Washington beat him, I could come in and do yeah. this for three hours. I, I think that, like, there was a moment where Cam was just so ahead of the curve. And then. You know, the injuries piled up and he went grandma cam. And that's when people were like, nope. Anyway, cam was always divisive. The wild thing, though, for us, Cliff, divisive? is... Divisive? Divisive, divisive. I, know, I think you can say divisive. All right, you can. Divisive. You can I mean, you are you please. from the South? You from the divisive. Midwest? But uh, I never thought a player would be as polarizing as cam for the Carolina Panthers. But I think that Bryce Young has split the panther fans even more so which is bizarre to me for somebody who's like so polished you know so so like all the opposite he's the complete opposite of cam newton from every single aspect from being you know cam cam is a smart guy but he's he misspeaks a lot Right, <laughs> can't relate. Uh, Tony is the biggest Cam stand ever. That is, uh, dude. The other he's day, a very smart guy. He just, just can't talk. Well, no, he just uh-huh. like is like. It's, I mean, sometimes. I mean, look. Is do you think because you know I what? Don't That's hilarious, Tony. You're a smart guy, right? And you misspeak I, all the time. Yes. All right. You know what? You're right. Defensive. Right. You're a great example of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what like here's a great example is that recently with the Brock Purdy stuff that was going on. First he calls him Brock Purdy, Pur- Pur- Purdy, but uh, he said afterwards where they were talking about and he was like saying I'm not backing down. He said fact or nonfiction, <laughs> and you were like both. Uh, okay. Uh, Luke says always respected his game, never respected the font. Jack said the backlash on Cam was he would overthrow receivers. Yeah. I never thought when he came out, I did not think he would be accurate enough. And uh, I mean, just look at the 2015 season. I don't even think it and was. And look at the receivers he had that year. I mean, he did throw high a lot. I mean, he relied a lot on his physicality, like his ability to just throw a football through a wall. Um, the one thing that I guess if there was like an Achilles heel for Cam in his passing game to me was that he couldn't throw with touch a lot. Right. Like, and it would Everything just be, he yeah. throw a missile to you and you're like five yards away. <laughs> Rob Cass for you Pirate fans out there. Yeah. He could not throw with any uh, touch on the football. Uh, all right. There's our Cam discussion. Tony, when this offseason, I'm sure you'll have a, a Cam discussion on your show. Bring up that rushing stat and look at all all of the players oh yeah yeah. it's pretty fascinating it is to see those like some legends some greats man nobody's gonna say earl campbell shouldn't be in the yeah hall now his time i think and i didn't watch him play i've seen the highlights and they're my favorite highlights because he's literally running like 70 yards in a uh in his shoulder pads with his jersey ripped off and it's just (laughs) so cool to see uh but i think his career got shortened by injuries kenny curling says 
Cam Newton, and Kenny is a Cam hater, he took more shots to the head than any other quarterback in his time. True. So he is willing to admit that. I mean, they... shots to the head that were not called. There's a red beard. I knew he'd come in. They were deliberate, though. Like, they were headhunting Cam. And the other thing is, is because of Cam's size, they just... And you could also say some other things. I mean... I hate to say that. I mean, look, I think the black quarterback thing is really starting to shift right now. We have so many in the league. we got Lamar Jackson. We've got, CJ. yeah, I mean, the list is going down from Patrick Mahomes to, they're, they're all over the league now. But there was a time where people, they use clandestine language code to say that they didn't believe in black quarterbacks. They would say, oh, great athlete. And then they would say, but this guy's cerebral. So you're always using these undertones. And and look, I think Cam Cam changed the way people perceived that you could play the quarterback position. But he was so damn big that nobody ever felt sorry for him because yeah. he was running over and trucking guys. So you almost felt sorry for the dudes he was trucking sometimes. Yeah, I think it was almost more about that than black than him yeah. being black and because rep, if Peyton Manning black. takes a shot like that, you know. He crumbles up. If either Manning takes a shot like that, that they look like an outline of somebody that died on the field. Cam, like you said, is usually the defenders going backwards. I don't think. I mean, I don't really mean. I mean, and sure, well, we're talking about like I guess something that really doesn't. We don't need to spend a lot of time on the program, but I think sometimes that people perceived him as an athlete and a running a runner, and I think there are some things that are subconscious in people's minds that kind of that and then uh, I mean you even had the ref on Cam on Mike saying you're not old enough to get that call like when he got hit out of bounds one time like it's just like they almost who said that a ref yeah said that to him yeah Yeah, he got hit out of bounds and Cam goes what the the hell hell and they go he said you're not old enough to get that call yeah there you go All right, uh, we love Cam I love Cam Cam is 1B for me to Peppers 1A. Yeah, that's Pep 1A, Cam 1B. And what's awesome about them is they, I must have a type. Oh, yeah. Giant men men who are athletic and freaks. Out of your uh, type. Who was it? Oh, uh, the the guy from the Colts. Oh, yeah, uh, Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then Pep, you think about this, Pep was... So he was Cam that just played defense. Yeah. He was, I mean, when you hear people talking about Julius Pepper's game, they, man, they call him, they're a freak. I mean, this guy, he had, I think he might be, is he the only player in NFL history that has a hundred yard retur- interception return that wasn't a touchdown? Could be. I don't know. Like uh, in that Denver game, there was a Denver game, he caught it in the end zone. Champ Bailey has a really long one that gets, I think he fumbled when he almost scored. Gets tackled like right on the goal line. I mean, and this guy, this poor guy, he was going too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was rough. And you're in, you're in mile high. You know, the oxygen is crazy. He gets on the sideline. <laughs> and Julius Peppers, he takes that oxygen mask and he is sucking. I thought the oxygen can was going to crumple like a beer can, dude. Champ Bailey caught it two yards deep. And got to the oh one yard line, so uh, yeah, he's right there with him. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make some Super Bowl prop picks. It's hot in here. And pick the game itself. 
I've got a coat. Um, yesterday on the show, I went shirtless with a coat because Richard Jefferson was doing it on TV. It feels pretty good if you want to try that look. I think it's just because I'm talking about Cam and Julius. <laughs> and you're getting a little heated. <laughs> getting <Ooh>. flustered. <laughs> well, uh, take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Standing on your mother's porch. John, come on in the house, Welcome man. to the program. Take a seat, buddy. I need a new phone. We got Tony Dunn here. We got <laughs> young Joey in the house. Special treat here ahead of Super Sunday. Shirley Rhodes here. We'll never see her Dolphins play in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Why I ought to. And when will the Commanders Ooh, get I there? I almost, almost got myself in trouble there. Guess what, Tony? I'm going to be optimistic Washington fan all offseason. I like her coaching staff, number two pick. It's only up from here. I mean, you're going to have to change your handle now back to optimistic. Now it's optimistic commander fan. Optimistic commander fan clip reporting for duty. All right. Um, I did not get the latest standings, but I believe Joey has a six-point lead ahead of me right now. Sounds about right. So uh could be insurmountable at this point. The divisional round really killed me. Um and let's see yeah i'll have to i'm gonna say joey's up six on me i'll find it later at another date but um let's get your picks for and none of you guys have pins and i didn't do this properly so i'll keep up with it the best i can uh 49ers chiefs i'll go ahead and tell you i am going kc in this one joey who are you taking 49ers minus two i'm taking the chiefs this is going to be a really boring segment really you're going yeah i clip what fool me once yeah that's how i shame on you a fool man can't get fooled again as george bush said um i said (laughs) i said that uh the the bills i thought were going to be too much at home yep wrong I stuck with my guns with Baltimore. Wrong. I am not picking against the Chiefs. Guess who is? Sean. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> and that's why he's last. Give me Sam Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. What kind of game are we going to see, guys? Points or defense over under 47 and a half? Who wants it? 
I'm going under. I think this is a defensive battle. Why hmm. you look at me when you say that? Uh, I'll take the uh, over. I'm going over as well. I think the Chiefs put up 28 here in this game. You know, I don't think. And then, I mean, look, is while the the Chiefs' running defense is really great, is McCaffrey can succeed in, in against any defense. So are we worried? I don't know if worried's the word, but the Niners have given up points this postseason. Yeah. And the Chiefs, I saw, have scored every first drive of the postseason. This could be like 31-24. You guys are talking me into an over, because I think the Niners are going to score some, too. Yeah. I think, the, I think the Niners score a lot in the first, and then, of course, KC comes back. And then, Similar to the last time they met yeah. in the Super Bowl? Yep. All right, longest touchdown of the game. Over, under 37 and a half yards. Yeah. I say under. Uh, I I like the explosion. Kadarius Tony stinks, but he's he not can, even playing. All right, <laughs> good. Is he not? That's confirmed already. I, well, they. What was it? Oh, I'm not taking. Maybe Tony's I fooled. Fo- yeah, don't take my word. Maybe I fell for something. Is that it? Said a professional athlete. It was a. I guess it was a joke tweet, but it said a professional athlete was injured by a coyote in Las Vegas and someone said man the Chiefs are coming up with every type of way to keep Kadarius Tony off <laughs> that is not true I was not bit by a coyote they lying <laughs> he came out did they, somebody asked him if he thought he could be a, he was a number one wrong yeah. receiver he said if, if I, I get could, the ball <laughs> yeah well I mean when you catch the ball I know I, he stinks I dude. would not want this guy anywhere near my team no he's terrible Marquez Valdez Scantling can catch a long one but uh, he doesn't have good hands. Okay, fine. I don't need him because I got, <laughs> got Debo, Kittle, and McCaffrey on the other and, side. And Kelsey. But I need to get 38 yards. Is Kelsey going to do that? Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey I don't think so. Oh, wow. But I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. San Fran's so good with the yak. They are, man. Yards after catch. And I can see like Debo breaking two tackles, going the, going the distance, going yard. All right. I've got the over as well. Okay. And Tony is going under. I mean, you could also throw in a special teams, of course. Ooh, of course. Yeah. Or you a defensive could. touchdown. You could. Or a Julius Peppers 100-yard return. That didn't end that in did a touchdown. That did not end in the touchdown. <laughs> All right. Shortest touchdown of the game. This was the prop I gave out yesterday yeah. on the air. Tony, this uh, under has hit in four straight Super Bowls. It's hit in seven of the last nine. Oh, God. And eight out of the last ten. So I'm taking the under. Give me a one-yard touchdown. I like what you said yesterday, Cliff, about you know uh, uh, a pass interference in the end zone, set it up at the one. Yep. Christian McCaffrey punching in for a touchdown. Ugh. Or a, or a, uh, not a IU. I'm going over. I'm going against mm. the odds. Go against the green. Yeah, I'm going over as well. All right, Sean. I'm going uh, under. Oh boy. Ride with me. Total touchdown scored in the game. We've kind of already hit on this with the over talk. So I'm assuming everybody that went over is going over touchdowns here. Yeah. We're going to get six touchdowns. Yeah, because I don't know if you. Well, first, I don't think you can trust the San Francisco kicker a ton. Okay. And I mean, Butker is is lights out. He's, He's money. Yeah. But I uh, drafted him. You know, um, if we think this is a high scoring game. You know, I think there's six six or seven touchdowns in this game. If anybody knows Butker, it's Tony, who named his fantasy team. I like Buckner, Butker, and you've had him on your team every year, right? Yeah, I don't think I can keep him anymore now. <laughs> he was a keeper on Tony's <laughs> team. Uh, so you're going over, Joey? 
over. And Chon, I'll go on, under. Under. All right. You get two uh, two points there, Ch- uh, Chani. Largest lead of the game over under fourteen and a half. This is tough. It's big. It's a so big number. there's this one and there's another one that I always look at it at the Super Bowl. It's will there be three consecutive scores? And the minus money is always for yes. And it seems to always hit. Now those could be like uh, field goals. They could uh, be anything. Oh, okay. Um, you mean from just, one team? Yeah, that, uh, that's just surprising. I don't to me. think that's happening here. I'm going to say under. So you're going to go tight game throughout. All I mean, right. or it may look is I mean a ten point game is not that. Yeah. No, I think it'll it'll stick at fourteen. So I'll go under. Okay. Ooh, good, smart man there. That's uh some sharp. Like that's a sharp money right there. We get a lot of boring Super Bowls. Last year was good though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Down to the wire. Uh, Chon, over under 14 and a half largest lead. I'm going to go under. I don't see it exceeding uh, 10 points. Sorry to be boring. I'm going to go and under. And if too. it is over, it would be the San Francisco 49ers, I think, getting out ahead. And Just like my, the last Super Bowl, they faced each other. And and like Joey's saying, it's like, sorry. Here there's the Kermit Chief. the Frog. There's seven minutes left, and uh, we're going to score here. 28 points. Yeah. Purdy passing yards. Over under 247 and a half. Under. Oh, Tony, quick with the under. What a lot of pressure on him right now. This is the game where part of the debate is settled. Is he a system guy or is he a game changer? I think he is a good player, dude. Like, is he has answered in some big moments late in games. Now, I mean, I think if you want to get into what a game changer truly is, is I think those are rare. I think we throw those around kind of like generational talent too much, I, too I, easily. I, I'm with Cam. Purdy's a manager. I don't know. But I think like most, I think 90%, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm just making up a statistic. I don't know how many, what is Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, no. Aaron Rodgers. No. Those are all game changers. Yeah. So in baseball. But like how many more other than those three guys are in the league? Oh, Lamar, maybe. Lamar. But like he hasn't really. Did you say Josh Allen? Yeah. Uh-huh. But you but you have he hasn't had a lot a ton of success in the playoffs. I'm going to call CJ Stroud a game changer just because the Texans stunk without him. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't even know if you can do that, if it's like a fair conversation to have. Like let's put. Purdy on the worst team, Carolina. Yeah. How many more games do they win this year? No, no more. How about Mahomes? Do they win a, more? Okay. I think that you could look at it that way. Put Bryce Young on the 49ers this year. Do they make the playoffs? I say yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. I mean, and that's, but good teams make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, right? that's kind I mean, of the point. Purdy, and that's all Cam's point. That's kind of the point. A bunch of players that are a lot better than Purdy that are doing more for the team than I would say Purdy is doing. I just think there's been some really important quarterbacks in the history of football that still fall into the game manager role. You know, is that, I mean, and we're in a special era too where you see Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen have 20 seconds left and go down the field. That's not, yeah, I mean, that's not normal, dude. And I think there's Hall of Fame quarterbacks out there who have, in, theoretically, can fall into that category. Purdy over under 247 and a half. Tony goes under. 
I want to just one more comment on the Pur- Purdy thing. It's like just because you're not a game changer doesn't mean you're not a really good player. And yeah. I think of Masim Muhammad as in Oops. this category. It's like I don't even call him a game changer, but I would say he is a, a very good yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, and that's I mean, he's why not Randy he's Moss, kind he's of not Tyreek. Career two. One and a half, two. Yeah. Basically. Joey, over, under. You're going under because you slander the man. No, I'll slander the man, but I think the people around him really is going to yeah. get his stats up. So I'm going to go. They over. have a yak. You're going over. All right. Yeah, I mean, if we're going over and saying there's all these touchdowns, there's got to be some yards involved. I think they're going to run the football a lot. 247. You know what? I'm going to go under. I'm going to say he's in the 230s. Oh, boy. Mahomes passing yards over under 260 and a half. Over. Over. I mean, he has 300 a game. It doesn't matter when it is. Does he? Under. Except for like that Denver game. Other than that, I'm going under. Wow. I think Pacheco has a really big game for the Chiefs this time. I love how he runs. Pacheco. All right. Mahomes. So Joey's going under. I feel like I'm going to pick un, uh, under in some of these guys, and then I'm calling for all these points. The next one is scary to me. Hold on. I'm going to go Mahomes. Let's take a break, Shirley, and we'll have some uh, some more props coming up. Mahomes passing yards, 260. He'll get to 270. Give me over. All right, we'll take a break, come back. We'll talk more Super Bowl 58 when we return. Are you good to hang out one more segment, Joe? Yeah. All right, cool. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes and highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show welcome back town insurance is your premier independent insurance agency for minimizing or excuse me maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. And when you are on the way to see the Pirates play this year, be sure to stop by Shimmer Boutique on Greenville Boulevard and pick up one of the brand new custom t-shirts from the ECU baseball players. There are new custom shirts from Parker Bird, Jacob Jenkins Cowart, Dixon Williams, Ryan McChrystal, Wyatt Lunsford Shankman, and Danny Beal. The t-shirts are available now in both youth and adult sizes and only at Shimmer Boutique. If you live out of town, no problem. Just message Shimmer on uh, Facebook or Instagram or call the store. Get one or all of the new shirts today at Shimmer and look sharp in the jungle this baseball season. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Kenny says, Brock Purdy. Is an injury away from playing in back-to-back Super Bowls, mm. potentially, if he didn't get hurt last year. And really, you just dig your heels in on what side of the argument you're on. 
I think because really if you're on player. the Purdy's really good, you say that's awesome. If you're on the, well, yeah, of course he is because he's on the Niners and all their entire team is good. I don't know if it would be fair to say if you just put any other quarterback, they would be in the Super Bowl though because he has played well. Well, throughout. he's also yeah. made some plays where he's broke tackles and yeah, they look great sack, running the ball last you know, week. You know, uh, creating time for himself in the pocket. For me, for me, the the real key to the argument is is whether you believe, like, is like, do you just have a problem admitting that Purdy has exceeded expectations, or are you just hung up on the idea that he's Mister Irrelevant? What was his expectations? <laughs> he was last <laughs> to not very, be on a roster. Well, according to Matt Rule, he was trying to select him. Matt Rule is such a. I'm tired of hearing his mouth. His I know. Name. I never heard He's that. Such he an said idiot. apparently he said that he put. Oh, why is Purdy's name on the board? And it got vetoed out by the entire draft room. And then there Get was a, out then, then there was a video that came out. They said, "Well, who do you like here?" And he said, "If I had to trade for anybody, I would go with Corral." Matt Corral. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Such an ego. God, man. I hate that dude. He's such an ego maniac. He's an goofball. He's an ego maniac because all ah, you have to say here him. is this: is because he went on to say, "Look, we you know. played him in what, what? I guess did he go to Iowa or Iowa State?" Iowa State. He said, we played him there. I saw how good he was. You know, I could see how he uh, could have success in the NFL. But instead, he makes it about him. You know, it's like, oh, well. Go and lie. Anyway. I, you know, I, I like Purdy. I like, that's why I we like, call I, up, I just wanted to go. I, that's why we call him Matt Fool. Christian McCaffrey over under 89 and a half. Over. Uh, in the playoffs, he's done it in both games, 90 yeah. and 98. In games that mattered, that Washington game didn't matter, and that was a blowout. He only had 64. The three games before that, 103, 115, 145, 93 before that, 114 before that. Give me the over. Over. Now, I'm going under. They are playing against the Chiefs. Which has a great running defense. But I think he's going to go over 100 100 yards, 120 yards. I think it's just it's going to be like 65 yards rushing and like maybe 70 receiving. That's what I'm saying. I think you're going to have like 150 all-purpose. Yeah. You could see check downs and uh, Shanahan going really safe with passes. And the the next prop is about the same question. I'm going over on Pacheco. Pacheco's going over. Is that your prop of the day, Joey? No. What is your prop of the day? I'll let you know later. Thank you. Tony, Pacheco. I think I'm going to go over after I looked, uh, watched the San Francisco 49ers defense last week. We saw oh, uh, and Aaron Green Jones Bay. get to him yeah. and uh, what was it Gibbs. Yeah. Or who? Yeah. They, oh, and Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. I hate to go off topic here, but why did Nevada steal? Pete Gillen in the house. They stole State's uh, logo. Yeah, there is a uh, a controversy there. I don't know who had it first. I'm assuming NC State. Wow. Of course you would say that, being a big NC State fan. John, over or under Pacheco? Uh, I'm going to go... Give me over. All right. Debo receiving yards over under 57 and a half. What did I go for Purdy? I went under, so give me under for Debo, but I do think he will impact the game on some end rounds and some other stuff. So I... So I took the over on the longest touchdown of the game. I really think that's going to come from a Debo Samuels catch and yak. Um, so I'm going to go over okay. on receiving yards for him. Yep, over for Debo. All right. 
I'll go over. All right. I reluctantly because I feel like Ayuk could have a big game here. Ayuk. Uh, uh, who's the uh, Kittle? George Kittle. Yeah, which who, who's been missing in action in the last what week or two? He hit a first touchdown score for me this postseason, which was awesome. Awesome. Well, Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown. I just made yes. a yes or no because yes. it's pretty much yes. even money. Yes, I'm saying yes, 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 too. And I would even say it's the first touchdown of the game. Joey? Yeah, he scored a touchdown. All right. Will the MVP of the game be a quarterback? Nope. Yes or no? No. Check yes or no. Check yes or no. And I say no because it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Should I hedge my bet here, Clip? Because I picked the Chiefs to win, which if the Chiefs win, it will be. be. It will be. Yeah, Mahomes. But if the 49ers win, I think it's going to be McCaffrey or Joey Bosa. When was the last time an MVP won the Super Bowl, but they lost? Won the Super Bowl, but they lost? No, no, no. What does that mean? When was the last time a player won MVP in the Super Bowl, but they lost? I don't Sorry. understand. Can you do that? They say and lost the game, right? They lost the game. That, you just asked that question terribly. I don't think that's possible. I misspoke, possible. which I do quite often. It's happened one time. Really? It was a long time ago. It was the Cowboys. Um, Where's Brian Bailey when you need him? Or Kenny Curl and Chuck Howley. I was going to say Coney Ely. Chuck Howley, Cowboys, in Super Bowl five. And count. the Baltimore Colts beat the Cowboys. That's the last time it happened. It'll never happen again. No. Because if it would have happened again, they'd have given it to Coney Ely. So when was the well, time? Didn't he have the big game? Uh, yeah. He had three sacks. He had the same, exact, the same exact game that Von Miller had. Right. Yeah. And Von Miller won that MVP. Who was, was he the last non-quarterback to win MVP? Uh, no. No. That happened Maybe two the years last ago. non-offensive player. Okay. Two years ago, Cooper Cup. Um, uh, nice. 53, Edelman, Von Miller, random guy, Malcolm Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've also got... That's just for a single play. Santonio Holmes, who had the one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history. Hines Ward, Deion Branch, Dexter Jackson, Ray Lewis have all done it since 2000. But usually it is the quarterback. Who's Dexter oh, Jackson? I wanted to ask you about this clip. Of, Safety. Um the last did we talk about this maybe at sports trivia one night uh, the last mvp or the we went over the mvps nfl mvps that were not quarterbacks right and you got ap i think is oh, the right. last one there was a couple of years where there was a couple of running backs that did it but their one year 1981 i believe oh yeah it was, hell to the redskins a kicker? Yeah. How? Can you explain this? No, I can't because I don't. Nineteen eighty-two. Score points. Was it a lockout that year or something? I uh, believe it might have been. Yeah. I don't so think they he was do? even. Old Mark Mosley. It just said place kicker. So what does that mean for anybody that was alive then? Um, how did Mark Mosley win the MVP? He. Uh, in the Super Bowl, he made I think two Lawrence, field goals. was Lawrence Taylor the only defensive. Who was the last? What like I think Lawrence Taylor won it one year, but other than that, nineteen eighty six. But then other than that, it's been running backs, quarterbacks, and I don't even know if a wide receiver has. Jerry Rice did it because he did everything. Okay. Uh, but since then, has there been another receiver? I don't believe so. 
Yeah. Like even that year Randy Moss went off, Tom Brady was throwing him the ball, yeah. so he got the MVP. Uh, yeah. So, so that's wild that you have a kicker for the Redskins and you have LT a few years later and then it just goes, here's, here's where football's going. A non-quarterback has not won since, like you said, 2012 when Adrian Peterson returned from injury and ran for 2,000 yards. Yeah. Sean Alexander got it one year? Alexander, uh, Tomlinson the year yeah. after that, and Marshall. I guess your boy Marshall Falk yeah, in 2000. Yeah. Wasn't there co-MVPs one year? Barry Sanders. Uh, Manning and McNair were MVPs. Favre and Sanders were MVPs. Thurman Thomas has one Old as well. Oh, Thurman. All right. Will the MVP be a quarterback, Tony? Uh, I'm going with my gut and saying yes. Uh, I'm going to say yes and Joey. No. All right. Who wins it? Kelsey? Uh, no. I think if the Chiefs uh, win. Darius Tony? That's that's the game plan right there. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Chris Jones. Good. No, no, I think it'll I think it'll end up being uh, Pacheco. I'm on, I'm on all chips right. on Pacheco. Pacheco. Wow. So if he, you are all all in on Pacheco. They are bugging your telephone right as we speak. The FBI. Yeah. yeah. Watch what's gonna happen. I won't be here next week. There's gonna yeah. be a reason. Commie. But my prop uh, bet of the entire Super Bowl. Little. Uh, little fun into it. As we know, Reba McIntyre. Yeah, where is this one up here? Where are all the fun ones, Clip? Um, and it's not the under over for the time. It's for, uh, it's a plus 500 bet. Cleavage or no cleavage? Oh, we had that one. The color, <laughs> the color of the boots that she'll wear. Ooh, Ooh. white. Oh. And I've got them as white. Or she's got to wear them as red. No. Every, both teams are red. She's going to have some nice white boots. White boots. should be naked. Plus 500. What? Lock it. You wish you were naked. <laughs> naked. Plus 50,000. I'm telling White boots. Sorry, Joey. Good luck, man. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you guys, too. Gatorade color, also purple. Purple Gatorade. That's a big plus number, right? Gotta be. Yeah. But uh, Shanahan. It's it. red Gatorade. Red, red, red. Tony, y'all doing any kind of uh, podcasting this weekend? Just uh, Friday Free For All. All right. Watch that on YouTube and where you get your podcast. Thanks for hanging out, Tony. Yeah, man. Great. Enjoy the Super Bowl. See you, boys. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, Joey, good to see you. We'll take a break. Come back. We'll run over. When Tony leaves, we'll do the fun props. We'll run over some fun ones with Morgan Aylers when we return. Pirate Radio Live and Free Beer Friday. We got our 18-pack of Bud Light, a couple of hats, new blue and a new blue calendar all for you when we return pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with the sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. 
Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork, in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street, and on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi, back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a free beer Friday. I have an 18-pack of Bud Light on the line, along with some other goodies coming up at the end of this segment. And joining us for this segment is the father of the host of the whole Naylor show. He is the host of the high school huddle. He's the voice of Menji's Coliseum and Daddy Ficklin Stadium. He is DJ Captain Morgan. He is Morgan Aylers joining us on the program. Hello, Morgan. Hey, guys. What's going on? Nothing much. Getting ready for Super Bowl 58. As far as the game itself, Morgan, how do you like the uh, the matchup? Are you excited about it at all? Is it ho-hum? What do you think? I think throughout the year, with the exception maybe of the first three to four or five games, that you probably got two of the better teams in the league, maybe two of the top four. Uh, so I think it should be an exciting game. And, um, you know, all year long people have been talking about San Francisco being the deepest team in the league. And I think they've proven that. And then Kansas City with the superstars that they have and uh, really played well the last four or five weeks. And it should be an exciting game. Uh, the Niners have a lot of players I like. I also like their head coach. I'm a Kyle Shanahan fan. Um, I like Debo. I like Kittle a lot. He's a big wrestling guy. He's fun. Of course, Christian McCaffrey's great. Uh, so they, they're a pretty likable, good team. I, I have Chiefs fatigue. I'm not going to lie. But I don't hate Mahomes. I don't really hate Kelsey. I, I, sir, I, I like Andy Reid. So I don't really – I guess – if I do, I do want to see the Niners win, Morgan. I am picking the Chiefs to win, but do you have a rooting interest in the game? And and if uh, if so or if not, who do you think will win this game? No, I don't. Um, I hope it's a good game. I enjoy you know it's last NFL game until September, so you know you you kind of want it to be a good one. Um, I kind of like San Francisco, and you know people have been talking about uh, Brock Purdy and what he's done, what he hasn't been able to do, but. You know, he was the difference maker in the game against Detroit last week with the ability uh, when things broke down, especially in the second half, he was able to scramble and make yeah. big plays. And uh, Mahomes does that, you know, quite a bit. But uh, you've got to account for Brock Purdy. And if, you know, the quarterback, I heard yesterday Coach Hud talking about the quarterback scrambles, whoever, you know, running quarterbacks usually win the game. And uh, I think that's that could be the difference tomorrow is if uh, Brock Purdy has two <clears throat> long runs. You know, that could be the difference in some first downs and not, not having first downs for San Francisco, and that opens things up. And, you know, people talk, all, uh, again, about being that system guy. But what he does, he does it extremely well. He throws the short and intermediate passes and is able to, to read the defenses pretty well. And that's what's made San Francisco, you know, very successful this season is hitting those little five, ten-yard quick hits. And, you know, you get into a tempo game like that, it's really tough on the defense. Yeah, and, and I agree with everything you said. I think uh, you can substitute the words Chiefs and Mahomes in there for the, the scramble stuff. Patrick Mahomes is deadly on those third and 11s when he gets 12 yards, and it's so frustrating for the defense. But I think he's going to make some plays with his legs. And uh, I got the Chiefs winning. I'm like you, though, Morgan. I just want to see a fun game coming up on a Sunday. Uh, we went over some in-game props. Uh, we'll do some, some fun ones with Morgan and – and things like first of all, Morgan, what do you get involved in uh squares or props? Uh how do you enjoy your Super Bowl viewing? I, I used to do the squares and haven't been in it the last couple of years, so you know, I don't really do the the betting thing very much. You know, I keep an eye on it just to see, hey, 
national anthem was supposed to be two minutes and one second, and it, you know, was a minute and 58 seconds, you know, things like that. But you and I talk about them. I've talked about them for years. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to, to follow them and see what they are and how they end up. But. Well, well, this year, Morgan, that and I saw this when it first came out, when they announced Reba McIntyre would be singing. I read that this was the shortest amount of time for a prop in, I don't know about ever, but in years and years, 90 seconds, uh, 90 and a half seconds, I guess you'll see it. Uh, Reba McIntyre, I've seen a lot of people going under. They think she's just going to get right down to business, sing the anthem, get out of there, Morgan. So 90 seconds. Uh, what do you think about Reba? Over. Okay. I think it'll probably go <clears throat> in 40, maybe a minute 45. All right. And it looks like the line, the number is actually trending up. So you might be on the right side of that one, Morgan, with uh, Reba. 90 seconds for the national anthem is really long. Especially when you have a country singer like her, they can really you know hold some notes, <laughs> you know. And, but she sung the national anthem before at different places too. I mean, she you can go online and see Reba singing the national anthem and time it and figure out how long it's going to take. But you know, personally, I think she's going to have money on that, and her friends are, so she wants to take the over. Well, if you know her friends, uh, get up with them because here's another one. This was Joey's prop of the day. Reba McIntyre to wear white boots. He's getting some great odds here at plus 500. Black is plus 200. Red, uh, brown is plus 325. Red, 350. White, 500. Blue, 1,000. Yellow, 1,400. Uh, So you're getting a pretty good value in white here, Morgan. But what color boots do you think Reba will wear? I don't think it'll be red because that's for both teams. Um. I don't know. I'm thinking, what's the black? What is Black is plus 200. That's the favorite. I think black. All right. Huh. I might ride with Joey here just for that. Uh, those long odds. I kind of like that. Morgan, are you a heads or tails guy? You got to bet on the coin toss. Which way are you going? Tails never fails. All right. Tails never fails. It is. Uh, the Super Bowl coin toss has landed on tails 30 times, heads 27 times. So tails does have the edge. Uh, in that regard uh are you a what color gatorade we going to get at the end of the game morgan i am thinking it's going to be the lime green Ooh, okay joey went purple i like a classic orange i think i'm gonna go orange and i don't know the odds on that but uh i'm gonna go orange there uh jeff nadu brought up uh brought up one yesterday Will Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey be shown kissing during the uh, the broadcast at some point? Now, he went no for two reasons. One, if the 49ers win, it's pretty likely you're not going to see Kelsey and Swift uh, kissing. And even if the Chiefs do win, there's a chance they hug and don't kiss. There's a chance they kiss and the cameras miss it. So he's going no here. How about that one, Morgan? If they win... It's yes with tongue. Okay. So <laughs> I think you get some bonus for that or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's got a new album coming out. She needs all the publicity she can get. You know, she's very low key anyway and doesn't, you know, like publicity, so <laughs> uh and I've seen some like how many mentions. Uh, I think it was like over under three and a half Kelsey brothers being mentioned. There was one about will Jason uh, Kelsey be wearing a shirt over under half a shirt during the Super Bowl. I think he's going to keep his shirt on for this. How about you, Morgan? 
yeah, you're indoors. There's no need to take your shirt off. You don't have anything to prove your manhood when it's 12 degrees outside. You can walk around with your shirt off. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, nobody's going to say anything to you. Hop out of a window. You're okay. I, I think he'll have his uh, his shirt on. And uh, I think probably, what did you say, three and a half? I think it was three and a half Kelsey brothers mentioned during the Super Bowl. Uh, probably. During the course of the from the game time, yeah, probably I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you're definitely going to go to it, and Nance will give. Uh, and there's Jason, his brother, up in the box with Mama Kelsey and and all that. So you're going to get uh, some of those. Um, let's see, any other fun pro? You have you seen any this week you like, Morgan, or thought were weird? I'm going to be real honest with you, Cliff. I've been rolling this week and actually setting up for a, a sweetheart dance at Chicago right now. Sweet. So I really haven't had a chance to look at it, knowing you and I would talk about it. I was going to go into it blind and let you blindside me with some interesting facts and figures well uh how about the you are an interesting fact and figure that i am did you say fat or fact yes thank you <laughs> how do you think this game is going to go morgan over or under the game is 47 and a half you thinking lower or higher i think it might go 47 and a half i'm thinking maybe 52 okay i'm going over as well I think it's going to be probably less than a touchdown. I think it, this could, game maybe could go down to last drive or two. So if I say largest lead of the game, 14 and a half for either team, you're taking the under there? Is it going to be tight throughout? I think I think it's going to be tight. Okay. Uh, what kind of game will McCaffrey have? Over or under 89 and a half rushing yards? Over. I agree. If you're listening to me and you're basing your bets on what I say, you really need to get a life because I'm horrible at these things, by the way. Correct. So am I. So maybe we, we should just go all opposite picks so one of us can be right. We can at least, somebody will be a winner here. But we won't because the ones that you would think you got <laughs> and that I get will, you know, it'll flip and then we'll like still owe the VIG, so it doesn't matter. It just never works out. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to a Super Bowl, Morgan? Never have. Yeah. Never have. It's one that'd be maybe a bucket list, but. From the prices I saw for tickets, not, not going to happen. Not going to do it. What is it? The remaining tickets that they have there, $6,500 is the cheapest one on StubHub. And I saw this morning it was almost $55,000 for some of the more expensive tickets. Wow. Morgan, I'm going to say just from your karaoke stuff, you know an Usher song or two. I'm going to assume. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So is that the first song, Morgan? Yeah. 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 What are you, L.A. Knight or Usher oh, or Little John? Thank God. <laughs> what is that? OMG, baby. OMG. Is that a, I didn't even know that was a song. Mm-hmm. Now Chandler's in there singing it. All right. Um, Morgan, have you ever been to a UFL game? Not yet. <laughs> we talked to Isaiah Winstead uh, earlier this nobody, week. Nobody has been to a UFL game. That is true. Uh, how about Hole Naylor's lead recruiter? He has recruited Isaiah Winstead to both East Carolina and Arlington. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that was pretty cool when all that, that came down. And uh, I'm excited for, for both of them to get the opportunity to go out there and show what they can do. So we'll see what happens. And uh, Holton doing awesome work on the Holton Naylor's podcast. Awesome uh, takeover on Wednesday's edition of Pirate Radio Live as well. They had callers the entire hour, and people are really enjoying that. And uh, Morgan, I know uh, you are as well. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith, even you know, <laughs> with Holden Holden Haler. So <laughs> we're talking to Morgan and Haler's today uh, here on the program. 
I, I guess that was a uh, a good shout out. Now we got to get Stephen A. on the whole Naylor show. That would be the topper there. Uh, the better the better one to get is actually Frank Caliendo doing Stephen A. <laughs> that would be pretty good too. All right, Morgan. Uh, well, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your weekend, man. And we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, Pirate Hoops looking for a road win on Saturday. Maybe this week off will be good for them, Morgan. Their first kind of rest during the conference season. So hopefully we see an inspired performance tomorrow. I hope so. I think they will. And uh, hopefully it'll be uh, one, as Jeff Charles used to say, that they can paint this one purple. Yes, sir. Morgan, thanks for joining us, bud. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. There is Morgan Aylers joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Let's make you a winner on this Free Beer Friday. We got an 18-pack of Bud Light Cons. We've got a sweet ECU Bud Light hat. We've got a purple, gold, and black new blue hat of the snapback variety and a new blue calendar. With how much in savings in there, Chandler? Over $1,000. Over $1,000 in savings with that new blue calendar it can all be yours if you are lucky caller 12 must be 21 or older to win 317-1250 we'll give it away give it away give it away right now and have your winner and more when we return on pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of pirates. They are open seven days a week with live music every night with the best lineup of bands on the weekends. And ladies, get in free. Sunday Fundy is a big one coming up this Sunday. It rolls with free pizza, and they have cornhole tournaments starting at 3 o'clock. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram for the latest on the music lineups, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Man, that Farmville came out in you. Sunday Fundy. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was thinking Fendi. ahead because I was kind of going off script, and anybody who knows me knows that I read faster than I talk, so my brain was already three sentences ahead, and I was like, uh, and as soon as I said it, I was like, mm, that didn't sound right. Sunday Fundy. Sean, you got your uh, sheet here? I do. All right, I got DB's picks. All right. I don't have a pen. So, I do. Uh, just read them out, All and right. I will go uh, down each one. Niners Chiefs. Danny's taking the Chiefs. Okay. The over-under at 47 and a half. Danny's going under. Longest touchdown of the game, over under 37 and a half. DB is going over. Shortest touchdown of the game, over under a yard and a half. Yared. DB is going over. Total touchdown scored in the game, five and a half. DB is going under. Largest lead of the game, 14 and a half. DB is going under. 
Purdy passing yards, 247 and a half. DB's going over. Mahomes, 260 and a half. DB's going over. McCaffrey rushing yards over under 89 and a half. DB's yards. going over. Pacheco at 68 and a half. Okay. DB's going over. I guess he's not wanting to take that one. Uh, Debo receiving yards, 57 and a half. I feel like I missed something here. Um, where are we at, Debo? Yep. He went over for all of them. Travis Kelsey touchdown, yes or no? He says yes. And will the MVP, MVP, MVP be a quarterback? He says yes. Um, by the way, did he just send those in? Yes. Congratulations to Danny Bill. I just saw a video on X from Josh Thomas. Uh, he struck out. Uh, Shaq, Joey Barini looking to end the scrimmage today. He gets right <laughs> off the field. <laughs> like he just he's like, all right, guys. They're like trying to congratulate him. Hey, Attaboy DB. He's like, hey, get out of my way. I got to go make my picks. From what I gather, uh, some uh, pretty good pitching today from the parts. For the parts from East Carolina. So uh, offense showed up last week. Maybe uh, and this was. I guess root and your savage pitching. So you want your uh, your best to look good, and looks like they did today. All right, let's uh, head on out to the Pirate Radio Live Line and talk to Mark Greeny. There's a lot of golf uh, going on, and we'll talk about that and more with Greeny, who joins us here on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Greeny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing good. And uh, we watched some golf here on Thursday inside the Pirate Radio Studios because ECU's own Harold Varner III uh, was tied for the top, uh, at the top of the leaderboard on the Live Tour playing in Vegas. And uh, as we record this green, it looks like he's one shot back of uh, the leaders. Bryson DeChambeau, one of the co-leaders right now out in Vegas. And uh, watched it live on YouTube. I believe that was the first uh, live golf I've ever watched live. And again, that was just because Harold was up there at the top, Greeny. But uh, you paying attention to uh, this tournament at all? Yeah, still, I don't pay that much attention to live. Uh, I do know that at one point, uh, Harold was last. He was 45th last week. So good to see a little turnaround on his part. Um, you know, this is still going to be the story. These guys, you know, we had Joaquin Neiman shoot 59 last week on the live tour and then make the comment, but I'm not in the major championships. Well, and now it's surfacing that, you know, the live league promised these guys that they were going to get world ranking points and they haven't delivered on that. So, hmm. you know, I don't know. Do you look at that as a breach of contract? If you want to head back to the PGA tour, do you say, well, you breached the contract because you didn't get me world ranking points and it gives them an out. And then they have to pray for forgiveness to come back in the PGA tour, which that's yet to be determined because nobody's flocking their way back. So, man, there's still a lot up in the air, whether it's the deal that's forthcoming we think still at some point but uh it's going to be interesting to see how this continues to play out and as more guys win on live that aren't eligible for major championships and some of those guys are going to start expiring their major championship um you know exemptions and their world rankings are going to continue to drop and they won't be in anything anymore so uh, you know both sides really need a deal to get done for different reasons waste management open going on greeny and uh this uh uh, it's something for golf fans to to celebrate, especially if you are there and uh, having a party out in Arizona. But I, I don't know. Just looking at the leaderboard, you know, how, how is the PGA and, and how do you, somebody who uh, who follows golf and 
um, enjoys watching these week to week. How do you feel about the the fields that the PGA can put out now compared to all the giant names uh, in the Live Tour? Well, I mean, you know, this week you still got the big boys out there playing. I mean, you got the Cam Youngs, you got Jordan Speed, you got Scotty Scheffler. Uh, it's a little bit weird right now just because got delayed yesterday they had to shut it down because of the bad weather that they were having so you have guys that are just finishing up round number one right now and guys that are going to be teeing off this afternoon for round number two for instance uh your leader at when we're talking nick taylor shot a 60 1100 par 60 just finished his first round and he's going to be teeing off in a little bit for his second round so it's one of those weird weather things and uh you know they're going to be delayed um today maybe even into tomorrow and, and hopefully they can get things squared away for sunday so that everybody can get home and watch the little uh big game action but uh yeah, still a good leaderboard waste management always seems to have great finishes just because you have uh, a reachable par five at 15 you have all the theatrics that go on at 16 you have a drivable par four at 17 you have a really a risky tee shot at 18 that if you don't hit the fairway, you either hit it left in the water or you hit it right in the bunkers and bogey definitely coming into play. So it seems like we've had a lot of drama in this tournament. We've had a lot of big names looking to win this tournament and uh, it's been one of the great events. And Granny, uh, another golf headline I saw this week. Uh, uh, what was it? A 57 on the scorecard. Who was that uh, golfer? Uh, it was on the corn Ferry tour, I believe. Yeah, on the Corn Ferry Tour, really. And, you know, I think it ties. Uh, there's been a 57 somewhere over in Europe at some point. So it ties for the lowest professional uh, in a golf tournament round ever shot. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's from a relatively unknown, you know. So that's what we kind of look at is that uh, a lot of times some of these things happen for somebody that we don't know. So Cristobal Del Solar, don't, I've never heard of him before. Don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, anytime you shoot 27 on a nine and then you followed it up shooting 30 on the back nine, now par 70, so a little bit different, only, only, uh, you know, getting to 13 under, which if you look at a par 72, that's, you know, shooting 59. So relative to par kind of right in touch with everybody else that seems to be doing that. So, yeah, but I mean, we always say on our show, man, anybody that wants to go out to a hundred yards drop a golf ball from 100 yards on all 18 holes, and I guarantee you, you're not shooting 59, 58, 57, right? <laughs> I mean, you're going to be lucky to break par. Yeah. Greeny, uh, in all your days on the course, whether it be uh, there as a Clemson Tiger, collegiate golf, whether it be uh, playing with your buddies or a charity tournament, uh, what is your lowest score all time? Do you have that on record? My lowest score is a 65. Wow. Um, and it was, uh, I made I made nine birdies and nine par. Well, I should say I made nine birdies. I made, uh, I think, two bogeys and uh, the rest pars. So, and then the most birdies I've ever made in a row is six in a row. Uh, and that was actually in match play, in a match play event. Man, uh, that's a... Uh... A lot of folks listening, hoping to uh, to get that one day, get that this weekend, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Greeny, uh, all right, on to football. Um, who you got on Sunday, Chiefs Niners? Uh, I'm going with Vegas because apparently Vegas has San Francisco as a one and a half point favorite, right? Yeah, I even saw that moved up to two today. So yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's interesting when they played year, a few years ago. I mean, San Francisco had Kansas City buried. 
right? And then they had about a five-minute stretch where I think uh, Kansas City scored like three touchdowns or something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, I think this is a different animal. I think that, um, for me, Kansas City's kind of been living on borrowed time. They've kind of survived their playoff games. I know um, maybe that San Francisco kind of did as well, but they had a lot of injury problems. I think San Francisco being much more healthy, I think a healthy Debo Samuel is going to give them that added weapon. I, I just think Brock Purdy is going to be the one that's going to win this football game. I mean, I think he's more, I, I equate him more to Tom Brady than anybody else in the league. He's, his, his throws are on time. He, he throws it on target and the pressure doesn't necessarily ruffle him enough. He, he's throw it away. He'll take a sack. He won't make the mistakes. And I think that's the key to beating Kansas city is don't hand Kansas city short fields. Don't hand them points. If you do what you're supposed to do, you score points when you need to, don't take them off the board, the Detroit Lions. And I think that's how you beat Kansas City. You make them beat you. And I think that's when Patrick Mahomes makes mistakes. Mark Greenheld's joining us. Golf Shop Show coming up Saturday. You can hear the Super Bowl on Pirate Radio coming up on Sunday. And Greeny, uh, got to mention uh, your Clemson Tigers winning in Chapel Hill because it's happened, what, two times ever? Uh, the Tigers win the other night, knocking off the Tar Heels on Tuesday night. So uh, congratulations on getting that win. Yeah, uh, I can I can say that uh, I was there for the first time that they won. So I was there in person when the first time they won in Chapel Hill. And uh, so nice to see. I just hope it's not too little too late. You know, I've talked about this is that, you know, they started tremendously. They had a real downer here in the middle in the beginning of the ACC. They've got nine games left and they're, all, they're not one ranked opponent that they're playing. And I think the two hardest games that they're going to play is uh, the next game, which is Syracuse on the road, and then they get Wake Forest uh, on the road at the, for the last game of the season. Every other big game against Miami, against NC State, those games are at home. And for me, seven and two, no less than seven and two. I think eight and one, and they get in the tournament. Seven and two, they might be a bubble team. Anything less than that, they don't deserve to be in. We shall see. Going to be a fun time down the stretch uh, with hoops, and uh, we'll follow that after one more NFL game this weekend and uh, golf. Uh, Greeny will be talking with us every Friday here on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, enjoy the Super Bowl and the golf this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next Friday. All right. Thanks a lot, Clip. You have a good one, too. All right, there is Greeny, Mark Greenheld, Golf Shop Show, coming your way Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. We will take a break. I still haven't got to the college football news, so I'll tell you what. That'll be number one with a bullet on our Fleet Feet Rundown, which we'll have coming up next right here on Pirate Radio Live. Check in on the Bug scoreboard. Also recap uh, the great softball day for the Pirates when we return. More to go. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. 
Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway, uh, Highway 903. Both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live. Get our Fleet Feet Rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet, Pirate Nation. Make sure you have the best and most comfortable shoes for your feet. You gotta, you gotta make those feet happy. They do a lot for you. Those yammers from a day to day basis. You gotta, get make the, gotta make the yammers happy. Good grief, dude. Sorry, I apologize. My goodness, I'm sorry. Continue. I mean, I go on. Fleet Feet, two hundred seven East Arlington Boulevard, Gordon's Golf Location. Hey, uh, no, 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 no. Wait, don't know, no, not me. No, don't, don't read it with some enthusiasm. But you do it. No, don't. You want to talk so don't much? Re- don't read it with some enthusiasm. They're a great sponsor of ours. Locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lunyon. Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Fleet Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner that measures your arch height, width, and more. Go see them at 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. You sound like the ESPN guy. Brought to you by Fleet Feet. Brought to you by Sports Center. Brought to you by. Thank you, Fleet Feet. Always something going on. In fact, every Saturday, they have a coffee run. 7.30 a.m., Fleet Feet in Greenville. No need to sign up. Just show up and run. Free coffee after. The best part of waking up (laughs) is getting you a nice cup of coffee after a brisk run in Greenville, North Carolina. Sounds awesome. Coming up March 13th, they got the St. Paddy's Pub Crawl. March 16th, Coop Strong, Four Miler. And on April 20th, if <laughs> the first step, 5K, <laughs> Ruck, and One Mile Fun Run. So a Ruck, is that just like you got a... It's uh, like a book bag. That's a weighted book bag. And you, just, you wear it. What you got in there? Books? Uh, rocks? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weighted book bag. I've your, done it before. You got your chemistry book in there? You're a rucker? You're a trucker? You're a midnight clucker? Yeah. Good for you. What's on that Fleet Feet rundown today? It is college football news. Give me that wink and national day update. All right. College football news. Hey, you got the uh, the dominoes ready. This is an interesting one. So we talked yesterday when HUD was here. There were reports out that Chip Kelly was fed up with UCLA. Well, he's not fed up with the Big Ten, though. No, he's not. He is joining the Ohio State. Now, how is there an opening at Ohio State at their offensive coordinator spot? Because Bob left. Bill O'Brien 
leaves uh, Ohio State as their OC. He's going to the ACC, baby. To become the new head football coach at Boston College. The second O'Brien head coach at Boston College in the last 20 years. The other? Tom. Mark Alexander was... uh, Alexander! Was talking earlier today about the... The Kelly to Ohio State, like I feel like we could see some records broken with Kelly and and all the weapons and they the have talent there. that they bring in. Yeah, I mean they've got it everywhere on the offensive side until they face Michigan every year. Can Similar. they do it now with Chip Kelly at the helm of the offense and Jim Harbaugh gone? I think more importantly, yeah, they yeah. will uh, get it. Or done. Or will the crier Sharon Moore, Sharon Moore, get it done? So, uh, yeah, that's some major news there. And does that mean that it doesn't say a lot about UCLA right now, does it? That he would leave as their head coach. Uh, Coach Hud said, just like fans and support, like it's, I guess if you're a head coach, you get frustrated. Although the fans of the team were frustrated with Kelly. So I don't know if they're too upset to see him leave. So what does UCLA do now? Do they hire within, or do they try to go out and get a guy before spring ball? Because, I mean, the national signing days, both of them have happened. No, I think they wait, Chandler. I think they just wait till next year. Why do, do they? What I'm saying is, do they just hire from within? Mm. Or do they want to go out, branch out, and try no. to find somebody They're going to branch out and start a whole new domino effect. But it is better get on it. It's late in the game, yeah. definitely, to be uh, hiring a head coach. Although Boston College did it because their head coach went to the NFL, correct, to be a coordinator. So uh, we are seeing a lot of shifting around going on in college football and uh, the NFL as well. Um, yeah, I saw somebody tweet out that basically this says the. Uh, the head coach at Boston College is a more prestigious position than the head coach at UCLA, if you want to look at it that way. I, I don't know. I was asking HUD, what is UCLA in this Big Ten? And I think he was answering the question with Chip Kelly there. He said they would be a factor with the way they play. But now, I don't know. Do they just turn into a bottom feeder nobody cares about? Maybe they put all their eggs in the basketball basket? Which they have stunk in hoops this year. What's their Big record Big not getting it done? Let me see what their record is. They were having a really bad start to the year. I haven't followed them recently. Do they still have the guy with the funky hair? Oh, um, he had a cool name too, right? Tiger. Tiger Tiger. Campbell? Yep, that's him. I do not know. All I know is they don't have my favorite guy, Jaime Jaquez. Jaime. Who is having a great year, by the way. I was touting his praises. Boy, I'm glad the Hornets didn't take him. It would been a shame to get a good player on the roster. Brandon Miller is playing good, I guess. He is good. Uh, the Bruins, they got a little something brewing. <laughs> they won four in a row. Don't look now. They're 12 and 11. <laughs> Seven and five in the league, right, but have won four in a row. Right where they want to be. Yeah. Down year for the Pac 12 because Arizona's number eight. They have no other ranked teams. And by the way, this is it. Well, we do have a Pac 12 baseball season and softball. But then uh, the Pac-12, as we know it, is dead. That is sad. Yeah, it's crazy. When anybody brings up the Pac-12, they always say rest in peace because it's dead. Mm. Or at least dying because you still have the spring sports. And then it will officially be dead. 
dead d-e-d dead all right um all you gotta do is just give me that wink all you gotta do is just give me that wink ecu softball three and oh and Shirley, the early favorite for newcomer of the year is Emma Jackson. Emma! I am sophomore transfer from Virginia Tech. I'm not sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> she is for real. <laughs> she is for real. Uh Pirates off to a three and start, and they are blistering <laughs> opponents right now. Outscoring opponents on the year so far. And the, so far it's only been the season's only been going on less than 24 hours. They're already 3 and 0. They have outscored opponents 32 to 1. Yep. I was going wow. to say a combined one run in three opponents. Cuz today they played two games and gave up zero. 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 And last I checked, zero plus zero equals zero. Yeah. So the day they won 8 to 0 and 13 to 0? Mhm. That is correct, sir. So great start by Shane Winkler and the softball pirates. And what was Emma Jackson score? has three home runs in two games. Keep Just it coming. Come on. And Joey Fatante. Fatante. Hey, hey look, we oh. got oh, we got Joey oh. Fatante over here. Slapping a grand salami in the first game. Did somebody say salami? Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> what is uh What's Joey Fatante like on Earth, Sammy? Salami. Salami. A little cold cut. Come of, on. Of you know the, what I'm talking about? Of the grand variety. You know what Johnny Stats is ready for? He's ready for a four-win uh, pirate run that's about to begin tomorrow in San Antonio. All right, Johnny. Let's dissect this little four-game winning streak you're calling for here. So Johnny is saying that tomorrow we'll start a four-game win streak that is exactly what johnny johnny said. stats with the confidence this is johnny prediction this is a new <laughs> johnny a new prediction y'all need to hide your kids hide, hide your, your wife. wife so he says they win at utsa tomorrow on the u four o'clock he says they come home thursday for military appreciation and we show our appreciation for the troops by beating wichita state he says we turn that around and bring what we're in. What we have to do is we're going to have to turn and turn some more. Yeah. And when we're done turning, we're going to turn again. Yeah. And then after we've turned two or three more turns, we're going to turn them all into turns. All right. Can't wait to turn them all into turns. <laughs> he says we're going to beat our favorite coach and favorite play-by-play guy, Ron Hunter and Corey Glore, and knock off Tulane at home for our third straight win. Oh, and, no! And then he says we're going to go on the road and beat Rice. So we're going to go do something tomorrow that football couldn't do. Win at UTSA. And then three games down the road, go to Houston and do something that football couldn't do at Rice. Win at Rice. If football couldn't do it, can basketball do it? We shall see. Uh, Johnny Stats thinks so. I think so. I think our basketball team is better than our football team. The stats, of course, is a statistic you can look at. Thanks, Bailey. Let's see where these teams are in the standings real quick. You've got UTSA, two and eight. They're only eight and fifteen overall. They're six and six at home. Wichita State, we already beat them. Smack them around. Wire to wire win. Easy win. Tulane, bit of a down year. Thirteen and nine, four and six. Not good, Bob. 
And then Rice is nine and fourteen, three and seven. You need to take advantage of this stretch because after that you got Memphis, North Texas, SMU, Charlotte. Tough, tough uh, end to the regular season for the Pirates. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. By the way, you gr- could, whoops, I I thought it I needed that NFL to go. Greg Hudson does look like Trent Dilfer. Yes. Confirmed. Trent, uh, he he got into Reggie Bush and Kim Kardashian's Super Bowl party, claiming he was Trent Dilfer. What a move! All right, it is National Cut the Cord Day. Cord we cutters. had to cut the cord in here. Yes, we did. We almost no. had an incident yes, in here, we did. and the smell finally went away. Yeah. I feel like this day happens 100 days out of the year. It's On this day. National Pizza Day. Pizza! <laughs> All right, Sean. <laughs> I'm making you the best pizza you've ever had in your life. What's, okay. what's on it? All right. Let's go pepperoni, of course. Let's go ham. Let's go bacon. Mm. Uh, throw a little banana peppers on there, if Seemed you don't mind. be a bit of a carnivore. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, throw a little bit of uh, banana peppers on there. All right. Jalapenos. Excuse me? Jalapenos. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jalapenos. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. All right. Well, I, I know why stop, you're all laughing. Stop. Stop. Jalap- stop. 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 Jalapenos. Thank you. Um, I don't think you said it correctly. Uh, jalapenos. Um, that's it. All right. Maybe nah, that's it. No cheese, interesting. Shirley, how about you? Uh, the cheese is already <laughs> on there. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I don't even have dough. All I did. I mean, I want crust. <laughs> All I did was <laughs> get, make sure I have crust on there. I put those things into the oven, and now I'm serving it to you. Enjoy. <laughs> you know, I need to get back on keto. That would be great. No, no bread. Shirley, what's on your perfect slice? Since we're having to do this from scratch, yeah. It's going to be hand tossed. Okay. Uh huh. With the pizza sauce and cheese, pepperoni, banana peppers, onions. That is onions! all. Onions. Oh, that add, is all. Add onions to mine. Nope. Too late. <laughs> hey, can you take that? Uh, can you open up the oven and put? Some you better onions? hope Shirley gives you a little bit of dough so you can put all your toppings on something. Yeah. Uh, both of y'all go banana peppers. Interesting. I, I love do. I do like peppers. the banana peppers on a pizza. You know what else I like on my pizza? What? Jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> I like banana peppers on a submarine more than a pizza. Well, see, I used to put jalapenos on Ooh. my pizza, but at some point after college, for so you know, your tolerance for spicy food can change. And for me, uh, I started realizing that the jalapenos were becoming a little too much for me to handle on pizza, so I switched over to banana peppers and haven't regretted that uh eric does a good job of adding our sponsors into our segment thank you eric asking what is the pizza of the week at familia and i am currently looking that up right now he said that's his favorite pizza and i do not see it pizza of the week 12 dollars at familia and don't forget their super bowl um special i like some uh hey call me porky i like ham and bacon on my slice of pizza Throw in some, uh, I need a veg. Throw in a green pepper in there. 
What about jalapeno? Oh, sausage. Did I say sausage? Oh, sausage. I got to have sausage. Uh, sausage. Thank you, Jake. Uh, it is also National Bagel and Locks Day. I've never had such a thing as fish, right? Locks. I don't know. Did someone look up the pizza of the week? Now I'm curious, and I cannot find it. Well, how is, is somebody else going to find it if you can't? Call Dummy. Uh, call Familia. Yeah, when Joey was here, he had him on speed dial. He just would call while we were doing the commercial and or doing the live ad and get the uh, pizza of the week. It is also National Toothache Day. I don't Ooh. know why you would celebrate that day. No. Um, I guess be aware that toothaches can and will happen. All right, we need to take a break. I know. What, are you calling break Chandler? It. You're just not going to find out? You're just going to put it on somebody else? You're just going to pass the buck? I'll find out. The buck. Ooh, I found it. What do you got? <laughs> Pepperoni and jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just go ask for the Chandler. <laughs> it really is. Three days ago, pepperoni and jalapenos. All right. Chandler. Right. Uh, <laughs> How about that? It was meant to be. We'll take a break, come back and wrap it up on a Friday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a mixed day uh, on the start. Or it, yeah, the Dow fell 54 points and finished out the week at 38,671. The Nasdaq was up 196 points at 15,990. And the S&P was up 28 at 5,026. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Sound like Wes over there. I don't know what I was trying. I was thinking one thing and my mouth says something else. Thank you all for tuning in today. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you Monday. Cliff Godwin will join us on the program. Recap the Super Bowl and get you ready for Pirate Baseball season with CG for Jeff Palumbo on the Brian Bailey Show on Monday at noon as well. All facts. For Shirley Rhodes, Chan, I am Cliff Rock. Also, be on the lookout, social media, for Chan and I's one-on-one basketball game. It was a doozy. The entire game uh, will be coming out with our commentary this weekend as well. Uh, for the crew, I am Clip Brock. Talk to you Monday. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.